USFL has announced their schedule, and we don't have to talk mother effing USFL edition. Mm. And we got a full house with the Wise Guy Roundtable. To my left, in the remote studio, A.J. Hoffman, taking one for the team. He's a team guy, whatever you want to say. We got our new favorite Tuesday guest. Well, I say second favorite. The guy who delivers the pizza we get every Tuesday. He's he's jolly. Second favorite versus yeah, Scott, the only one. Mr. Scott okay. Seidenberg, a name that it built for radio, that name. Exactly. And he's got a square ball cap on. That, Yankees. That's a side. He wants to go in and not be, be, be. They don't want him saying, oh, that's that Siderberg guy. He's from the Vegas Stats and Information Network. No, that's, a, know, that's the that, Yankee that, fan. That's a, that's he, Yankees he's saying, day. no, baby. I'm just a Yankees fan here. Can I, can I lay 240 with ju- maybe a same game parlay? Judge to hit a home run. Judge to hit a home run. You know, total strikeouts by Garrett Cole. <laughs> game to go over. Yankees team total to go over. Let's be honest. We got eight, this, or, eight or nine legs only. This does sound like your typical card though let's be honest i mean you're not afraid of the square ball stuff and then we got the guy whose ego is running rampant maybe to the point where someone's going to whisper in his ear uh what how's that go it's um a pride pride comes before the fall or something but they, they, they put like a th on the end of one of them pride comes before the fall well, we're falling because usfl four and nine despite Beating the closing number in oh, every effing how, game. So how much did you get paid on that, the closing line value? Can no. you eat closing line value for lunch? <laughs> no. So the pizza guy wins again. Mm. <laughs> I, I, you know something? I'm not going to get into it, but the, the, the closing line value is, 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 if it's not a super liquid market, I think it's very simple-minded. I really do. I really do. Like, you are... You're moving the market. One game, it went from, what, three to uh, two and a half the other way because of your bets. Actually, three the other way. Yeah, six points. And I think it was two and a half. When uh, It might have moved that way all the right, right. saying, but off of your bets. Off of bet. my bets alone, I, moved, I personally moved the spread five points because there's no liquidity in the marketplace. So the, right. my point I'm saying is yeah. you don't know a thing about the USFL. Well, I got that well, one. Could you know? I got that one right. No, no. I you know. I know, th- I know the Pittsburgh Maulers can never be favored in a game. AJ Hoffman knows that as well, right? AJ. What I'm saying is, and I was joking about I didn't know nothing. But what I'm saying is, it's like you're in a weird way. I was shocked. Now here we got to give a minute's history. You had some of the most amazing runs ever in those alternative leagues a year or two ago. Alliance of American Football 2019. I know what that is. And then to the XFL 2020, 9-0-1. So undefeated probably forever. Hopefully the Rock doesn't get that off the ground. Mm-hmm. And you can just stay undefeated. It's going to go. It's going to get off the ground. I don't know. Well, be selective. Fans would be like, pass, Yeah, They did pass. just announce the TV deals. You're just making fun of the leans. Lean, lean. Well, I wasn't leaning. I was like the Leaning Tower of Pisa. I was, I was like falling over. But, but what I'm saying is you're not an X's and O's guy. No. You're not a player. Like, some people build their power ratings from the player up. Yes. Those guys are going to have a big advantage here. Like, a, a guy like AJ that knows the college game exceptionally well, you think he'd know those players better than you do because they're not NFL players. Exactly. AJ, did you think about getting into USFL? No. Because I figured, oh, I'm going to spend all this time learning it, and then halfway through the season, they're going to fold. But you could have made money in the interim. Maybe. Remember when Tony Soprano said, 
That's why you're a politician and not a businessman. Maximum value. Remember? Yes. They were getting the copper out of yeah. the house. Uh-huh. They're not going to fold. There's only a 10-week season. We're halfway there. You think you're going to get back to 50%? No, because I'm – how can I when, when I'm like being – I'm four and nine and I'm going to be more cautious going forward and the numbers are getting tighter. I can't believe what – I put something out on Twitter. I can't – because I've only put like one thing out a week for a while now. And it was really good. I mean, the response was great. And someone res- – oh, no, it's when I gave that uh, prop in the, in the draft that won, right? Yep. I gave it on Twitter, at RJ in Vegas. And like 20 people said, congrats, congrats. One person says, maybe Fezzik should get advice from you in the USFL. That was, I mean, it was just was like, your, boom. Your first sign, things are, not, <laughs> things are not going well in the USFL. I'm 22 and 8 in the NBA playoffs. Yeah, that's interesting. And, Why, but we're talking USFL. And I got train wrecked on the stupid Phoenix. Enough, summer. enough. Now, are you, are you settled down? Let's, let's move on. Yes. All right. Well, I'm going to actually play something for you real quick. You do not lose money. They don't mind if everybody else does, but they don't lose. It's impossible, but they'll figure a way. I've seen things you wouldn't, you wouldn't believe. You'll see. Now, Fez is not this. When he loses, he'll just bitch about it for a while. You feel embarrassed? A little bit. A little bit? What what caused you to get so worked up? Final 18 seconds of a stupid No, no, but you you lost the game. You've been winning. What upset you? What upset me the most is I didn't even Your watch. customers? I didn't even watch the end of the game. And then I found out I got text. So you went to bed thinking it was a winner? No, I stopped watching and then I, my phone started blowing up from people. Oh, terrible. How could that happen? So what would be bad about that? You spared yourself the trauma of seeing it. It's even worse when you're getting texts from people. I'd rather have seen it. I, couldn't, I didn't believe them. I thought they were playing a practical joke on me. When did you quit watching it? Like five minutes to go. So, slam dunk winner. It wasn't though. No. <laughs> Nothing you said explained why you got so upset. It's all right. I think I know what it is. You've been on such a heater that you feel like that you've transcended winning and losing. That you shouldn't lose. That that you are right. Exactly. You are right. That I am just like feeling it. He, and should, like, de- that he was... should decide who wins and loses. Yeah, you should decide. You should grade the game. That's good. You, 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 you lose games like this when you're like below 500. When you're on a massive winning streak, you never lose games like this. I know. So that maybe that tells you you've gotten a little big for your britches. Yeah. You've never used that term before, by the way. <laughs> I mean, because I've never had cause. Yes. I mean, it's, it's pretty bad here. I mean, usually McKenzie's the crazy, insane, like, confidence, you know, irrational, unjustified. Today, you can't, well, really, quite frankly, for the last month, I'd say. I, I would say this. You've never been more cocky than the last oh, month. Oh, no doubt. Why? I mean, I know you're up, like, what, 100 units or something, but, like, don't you know that when you're down, you're not saying, I suck? You're right. But you've only been down one year. What is it, like one out of yes. eight or nine? Yes, since 2013. Yeah. And we're up 61 units. It should be 67. That's fine. It's 61. Pride comes before the fall, Fez. All right, let's get to <laughs> it. That, and that is the truth, buddy, especially with batting. Showtime! Woo! Now I'm going to tease ahead one thing. Fez, I'm not even going to tell you what side people are on. There's a debate. And this is the only USFL talk we're going to have. 
USFL, the, an average team, whoever the average team is, versus the team du jour of college football, meaning you guys, the general best team, like we can say Georgia last year. Correct. Would be the most recent mm-hmm. one. Right. Yeah. Alabama likely this or Ohio state this year. All right. So there's, yeah, we're not talking about Miami 2000. There's three Although we could. people here. Fez is on one side and the other two, Scott and AJ are on the other side and they were screaming before the show. Fez, you seem like you were confident. Yeah. I don't think this is going to be my best take or my best. Moment. I'm not sure you're wrong. He's wrong. Well, when I I don't know if you know it's this. not even close. He's I don't know I don't know if you know this, but Fez doesn't get to grade the games. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but we'll do that later. First, we're going to look at, and this is from Ben Baldwin, who is associated uh, with the NFL. He was with the oh no, he does a ton with the um, the uh, fast R, which is the play by play stuff and other things, and. Um, you can derive the odds or the power rankings of a team based upon all the spreads. So, you, I mean, it's complex, but if you think about because you got to account for the um, strength of schedule of all the teams. But if you think about it, the Browns are favored by three over the Steelers, and it's in Cleveland. So if we're assuming two points for home, Browns are better by one. Now – Every team, the question is how many games you have to have to get a node to every team. It, you, I think that someone did a study and they said that six or seven they'll get all Makes the sense. nodes. So with six or 18 weeks, they have them all and double checked and average. And thus you can impute who's better by X amount, who's, you know, and get a power rating of all 32 teams. So here's what I'm going to do I'm going to read the power rating or the ranking. So the Bills are number one. And then anyone that has a real dispute on it can say, ho, ho, ho. All right? So, Fez, at least four or five games you should be, or teams you should be saying, ho, ho. And everyone else, use your discretion. Buffalo Bills, number one. Tampa Bay Bucks, number two. The Los Angeles Rams, number three. The L.A. Chargers, number four. Now, Fez, I know you were way off No, on no, no, no. Yeah, I have the Chargers 10th, and I understand Herbert looks mm. great and everything, and they got all these weapons. But you know what? This is a Charger team, again, disappointed down the stretch. Only won nine games. They got to prove it. They got to they're, – they're crazy coach. I, I'm just saying crazy. I, I agree with a lot of his aggressiveness. but You um, don't agree with all of it? I think it, the pendulum has finally swung. So if I never thought this would happen where there's a coach that's more aggressive than what I like to see. Yes. And you, when you see that, you don't think maybe he's onto something I haven't figured out? You just start disapproving. You go fourth and goal from the six. I mean, <laughs> the six? We're not talking the three, the six, RJ? Really? I don't Listen, I don't like it hard. I don't like a lot of it, to be honest. So I have the Chargers 10. I don't have that. I think the Chargers overrated. So Chargers at four? I probably would go Chiefs over the Chargers. And the Chiefs are right there. Yeah, I think yeah. you're splitting here. I think the Chargers are in that conversation. Four is not a crazy – Fez's number sounds crazier than four to I me. I agree with that. Now, let's, let's let the market, the other markets, tell us some stuff, right? So one thing for sure, we can compare Kansas City and the Chargers by division odds, right? And if anything – Kansas City is going to be better than their division odds because they have a tougher schedule. Mm, They're playing from the number one, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, Mackenzie, can you pull that up? 
Yes, currently the Chiefs are plus 160. The Chargers are plus 240 to win the West. All right, so that's saying Chiefs are clearly better, um, but not By game a lot. to game. By a lot. Yeah, but not game to game. Mm-hmm. So my gut feeling is the break point here is after in, – in there's two more – well, there's Kansas City, then there's Green Bay. And then – there's the Bengals, and that Bengals is about a full point drop. And I think if you if you'd said Green Bay, Kansas City, yeah, Chargers, I, yeah. I wouldn't argue with it. I agree. So, Fez, you think like name a couple teams at nine, eight, seven that you think are better than the Chargers? Well, I have Cleveland, which isn't on your list, so I've okay. got Cleveland so seven. Think, to, but even with Desha- with Deshaun Watson, with Watson. You think about, okay, wow. Yep. And it makes sense that they th- this thing didn't use the Browns because there's no spreads available for the Browns, and well, that's what there, they used to make them. was in some spots, but yeah, you're right. There's more uncertainty. And I have Denver 8th. You think so, Denver's better than the Chargers? Yes. Yeah, let's go to the market. Yeah, what's the division odds, McKenzie? Plus, two fi- plus 250 for the Broncos. And repeat the Chargers? They were 240, and again, the Chiefs were 160. Alright, so he, uh, the market's saying a smidge. Now, let's think about this. Denver had a worse record, so Denver's a little bit easier schedule. Right than the Chargers. Yes, and thus that means they maybe about even teams or so, right? Because if Denver has a little no, no, no the other oh, way. I, yeah, you're right. If Denver has the easier schedule and they're the uh, got a bigger payout, okay, so it's, it's a little, little distance. just a little. I'll yeah. take Chargers head to head if you want to if if you want a little action, Fez. Sure. All right, I don't have a button in here, but well, you hardly ever uh, suggest a bet. Oh, well, here I am, RJ. <laughs> All right, so three hundo. Yep. And it's going to be what? Better Jones? record. Better record. So not last long in the playoffs? Better record. All right, better record. Who? Really, it's easy. Who finishes higher in the division? Yeah. Whatever the tiebreakers are, they apply. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah no like push. Yep. Yeah. All right. So, Fez, you're taking a dime worse. Uh, why? You just were accepting of that? I've got my numbers. I'm gonna, I've got to stand by them. You want a little more action? No. <laughs> You what can the? press the button on him. I mean, that, you're right. I know. I pressed. No, the, no, no, no. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. We're just gambling. You've got those. You don't have those two teams Why are you far so apart. Scared. I'm Why not are scared. You so scared that I'm coming in. <laughs> you see the fear? I'm hardly. RJ, you're almost never on my side. This is throwing me off a little bit. Because listen, <laughs> I gave you credit on air. You, I mean, you were irrational. You know, there's a great line in the Big Short. You ever see the Big Short, Scott? I think so. That's it's about, uh, it's about the, the, the mortgage. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and there's the dude who was like the had autism kind of. He's in his room li- or his office listening to rock music or d- death metal, and he goes, "I'm just." And he was losing money, right? He was betting on the 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 collapse. And uh, the guy, and he just says, I'm just early. I'm just early. And he screams, if you're early, you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) You were so early on the Chargers. You were wrong. You already got a a losing season behind Herbs. So if they can go... if they make the Super Bowl, you redeem yourself. But even if they make the conference championship, I don't. I think you add up not making the playoffs with that. It's probably with your love both years would be about breaking even. Fair. So you got to make the Super Bowl to get it for you and Herbsey to be up. They're not making the Super Bowl. I don't know. Someone's got you to. got him fourth. What do you? I mean, what oh, do you mean? Josh Allen in his way. Oh my God. But the other guy that I'm uh, too high on. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> All right. I like that. So let's be clear now. And you know something, Fez? I'm going to give you something. I don't know what. Maybe I'll give you, like, not big with money, but maybe, like, an ice cream cone or something. I Because I don't need to take that extra yeah. time. But the fact you left yourself, see, here's what happened. This is like poker. 
Some like he, some you raised to isolate him. You're like, I want to get in with yeah. AJ. <laughs> And then coming back around, I re-raised that. Fourth position re-raised. Yeah, yeah. yeah. AJ, AJ just limps in with this crappy yeah. ace yeah. jack You're to say, take my money. Him. Oh, so you made me money, AJ. You're welcome. This reminds me when we were doing the uh, this college football, and I got you to bet. And again, Georgia won. I mean, this guy's gotten lucky now we think it through. Oh, come on. <laughs> and and I, I gave you a bet that I thought I was about break even just to get your juices flowing. All right. And then I, then you were in, in like a week. You were in such a bad spot with that <laughs> Oklahoma. You had to root for Oklahoma to like quit the, the program. I did. <laughs> All right, we are the dream preview. That was fun. I liked that. I got the batting going. Good job, AJ. Okay, let's continue. We've got an. Uh, so just to catch up, Buffalo, Tampa, Rams, Chargers, Kansas City, Green Bay. Now we got the Bengals. Bengals. I don't agree with that. You think it's overrated? Mm-hmm. All right. So let, let me. You make your point. For only thing I would say first is they've had a really good off season. I think by all accounts. Go ahead. Super Bowl hangover. I am a big believer in it. And is it just the losing team? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm a big believer in it. They will not have the same success they had last season. We, we got that. Out I there, don't right? think that they'll be terrible. But if you're asking me about this rankings right now, I have other teams ahead of them. So they're they're seventh. Name three teams ahead of them. Broncos. Okay. I agree with that. Cowboys. I don't agree with that. Okay. Browns. I agree with that. But they're not on this list, so we don't know where they would All be. All right. Well, but I, I have certainly those three put above the, them. I put the Ravens above them. I would do that too. Yeah. I, maybe I put 49ers the Colts above maybe if with Jimmy G. No. Well, no. yeah, with Jimmy, with Jimmy G. G. Yeah. 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 But by the way, and Baltimore's my team. I had wrong. I I had Baltimore thirteenth, and it's just too low. Yeah, I wouldn't even said that. 13th. I know. I I I'm a full disclosure. I, I'm like, why why are they thirteenth on my list here? I don't What's, even know. And you yeah. love Baltimore. Yeah, Harbaugh. I, I mean, but you 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 lay you. It's weird. You're bad with. That's probably the team you have the worst record with. Oh yeah, because <laughs> I remember when they kept like destroying the Bengals yeah, every time they played, and then yeah, they got um, off the train. But let's think about this: who here really wants to make the case? And this is agreeing with Scott. Who wants to make the case the Bengals are better than the Ravens? Who wants to make the case they're better than the Colts, the Broncos? I think those are the three that jump out at me. And obviously, San Fran, if they have Jimmy G level quarterback play. I'd put them ahead of them. Well, it all comes down to this rebuilt O-line and how fast they gel. Yeah, they spent some money there. Yeah. I mean, if that if that works, then they're going to be elite. I don't know if it's going to work. The defense, how good is the D? They got that same DC, right? He's supposed to be really I mean, he innovative. made some great adjustments That's throughout what, the playoffs, second halves. Yeah, maybe. You know what I might be, or I don't know about you, Scott, but I might be stuck in. I thought the Bengals were way overrated last year. Mm-hmm. They got to the Super Bowl, so everyone that's square is going to be reacting to that. There is the Super Bowl hangover, and all that's true, but maybe this team with a rookie contract yep. that could spend a bunch of money has spent it wisely on the O-line, and maybe they're just just a better—I mean, maybe they're the Chargers without the hype. It, now, that's well, a good comparison. In a, in a weird it way, is. they have a different kind of hype because it's like they made the Super Bowl. at square hype. Chargers are sharp hype, but maybe they both deserve it. Because would the Bengals, if they, if they were the Chargers and just missed the Super Bowl or the playoffs by one game, wouldn't we be? They'd, they'd be, be the, the Chargers. The come, right? They'd be number four. You're right. Huh. Excellent. I'm going to come. Yeah, I'm going to back off my anti-Bengals a little. You st- you convinced at all? Or? 
maybe I upgrade them a little bit yeah, from my, so. but I don't. I still, I still have the Broncos above them. Mm-hmm. I still think. 49ers with Jimmy G are above them, and I still yeah, think the Browns are above that them. That would change the slots, but it would be a yeah. half a point or whatever. But, and I have the Browns above them. So you wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals made the Super Bowl. I mean, obviously, any team. Oh, I would be surprised if they made the Super Bowl. I, I mean, wouldn't be surprised they, if they were a playoff team. Obviously, I think they, they're good enough to do that. But I think coming. To have another run through the playoffs, that would surprise me. Where did you have the Bengals, Fred? Ninth. Okay. So Some you- in line. I, see, AJ, I've been anti-Bengals the whole offseason. I think maybe I've got to back off. I am too. I remember when we did the the Book It game, mm-hmm. I, I said, you've got to take the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just don't I don't see it. You don't see it with all the changes? I mean, what, what part doesn't make sense? I mean, they were good enough. Let's just say they were uh, – because let's be honest. The end of the year, they were playing a lot better even before the playoffs. I think it's fair to say the Bengals were the – Fourth or fifth best team in the AFC? Fourth. Yeah. Yeah. So fourth best team in the AFC that really improved. I think the biggest thing working against them this year is the Browns are better than they were last year. The Ravens are better than they were last year. Well, we don't know what the Ravens are. Let's be honest. If if healthy, the Ravens are better. Every year their draft is the best in the history of the world, apparently. (laughs) But the Ravens were the most injured team in the league last year. And the Rams weren't, and they say that's skill. The Rams have a system not to be injured. So maybe they, you know, and let's be honest, Lamar was injured for the first time for an extended period. Maybe it's been lucky he hasn't been injured more. I don't know. Okay. Um, Let's continue. All right. So, Fez, amongst this cluster, you you said your Ravens was off. Colts, Bronco. Where do you put the Colts? Quarterback, you know, is he rejuvenated or is he old? Ryan. Both. (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah, okay. So it's an upgrade, right? So, but would I, we have thought that before? If we would have been before the most recent season and said, "What's our opinion on Wentz?" and now our opinion on Ryan now, is it really that much better on Ryan now than it would have been last year on Wentz? I think so, by 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 about a point. Mm, yeah. Right. So I got him eleventh, just out of the top ten. All right, and now Scott brought up Dallas. Now, why don't you make your case of being a little higher on them? I think a lot of it has to do with the quarterback. Did they trade Dak? <laughs> uh, I mean, like, what are we talking about? Well, I guess I like Dak. I, I, and, and, and I think Without Cooper or? Uh, Cooper, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, st- I like Dak, and I think that the division that they play in leads to a lot of w- easy wins. But that isn't we're, – all we're talking about is power ratings, not – how many games they're going to win now? Which but the only that, difference is strength is casual. Yeah, but the, okay, so you're not going to say that they're going to finish better than another team. You're saying just lining them up against the other team. Yeah, just, that's what, yeah, that's what's always interesting. Like so, uh, power or I'm sorry, strength is schedule. A way people have done it, and we've done it this way in mm-hmm. the past too, is looking at the win total, saying, "Hey, if you have the highest win total, you're the best team." That must mean Vegas says you're better. But that accounts for strength of schedule too. So you have, you know, there's a little bit of that in there uh, that is isn't purely power rating. Exactly. You know, and I have Dallas sixth, and I didn't want them sixth. to be. I didn't want them to be that high. Did you sleep through the off season? I know, and and I'm. But, but, but what, you're not concerned about the losses. I'm concerned about. It. I want, and I like How Dallas under ten and a half. Them at the end of last year. Well, the problem, right around sixth. But the so problem how can is they get so much worse. And the, the teams the AFC are doing an arms race because because Cleveland, Denver, and Cincinnati, and the Chargers, I have just 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 a slightly worse teams. 
You're using circular logic. Why did you do that? Because they're better than the other teams. Sure. I mean, what I'm saying— Well, the week two, these teams play. Cincinnati plays at Dallas, mm-hmm. all right? Mm-hmm. And this open pick, actually. And I bet Dallas. Okay, I was but like, what I'm saying is that's saying that the Cincinnati's two, two, two and a half points and, and I disagreed with it. And I bet Dallas, and now now Dallas is laying two. So now, now it's— But now— Now they're saying they're equal teams. Except they're moving the line on your—what was it? How much was <laughs> it's it bad? true. <laughs> I mean, but what I'm saying is even if you get—even if we give you the benefit of the doubt, it's saying they're even, and you're mm-hmm. saying—but the mark— uh, I tell you this. If Dallas—if it gets a three, let me—give me some of the other side. I'll take the Bengals there. Now, that's an interesting question. You think—because I think it could, because Dallas is so ultra-public— and that was part of the reason I love betting them at pick is I was like, oh, people are going to bet Dallas at home against the Super Bowl hungover Bengals. And is it a primetime game or is it a regular time? I think it's a regular time. I'm not 100%. Because okay, that would also lead to more action. So we have the Super Bowl hangover stats. Mm-hmm. So this is this century, not arbitrary. 11 out of the 21 Super Bowl losers have made the playoffs. Is that so good? Well, I, I mean, they're probably all lined it like forecasted to make the playoffs at ten wins, right? Well, I mean, I think you know that shockingly, there, there's hardly any teams that are like more than minus two hundred to make the playoffs. Like, what are they this year? Three or four? Yeah. I mean, like Buffalo is going to be one. I mean, otherwise, you look at teams like like what's Denver to make the playoffs? They're going to be, I'm guessing, right around even. And Denver's a mighty good team. I mean, so. Mm. I think I think like minus one fifty Denver. No, no, maybe I, not I'll that bet, division. I, I that division, you're bet, right. That di- I bet they plus money. That's because that division's so tough. Have you seen any make the playoff odds, McKent? Yeah, I got them up here. Yeah. Oh, great. What, all right. So this is interesting. I say minus one fifty. Yes. Denver. Okay. So I'm thinking uh, plus a hundred. So if we make one twenty five the line, and then let's think about this. I don't want to do an index. Let's just do win or loss. Let's just do a hundo. Minus 125, plus 120. Yeah, so if it's yeah. minus 125, we push. If it's minus 126, you win. Okay. All right. Mackenzie. Minus 136, ah! yes, to make the playoffs. Fuck. You, you know, I, we you, didn't press the green button. You know, you know, you know better. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know, bet me on the Back. result, not on what the line is. It is a 24-cent straddle. You won by 11 cents. Right. I mean, let's all go crazy. It is a 24-cent straddle. Where it's whoa, whoa, that's a good point. You got to look at Whoa! <laughs> take out the thing. You gotta take out the thing. So it's a push. No, slow you're right. Down. Slow down. You're right. Hey, uh, real quick. Let's, let's see if we. I think we might have this on tape. One second here. Uh huh. Let's see. Uh-huh. You know not to bet me on whether the outcome. Hey, I wasn't wrong. <laughs> we push. Now let's let's think it through. So what's the straddle? Minus 136, plus 112 take back. Ooh, all right, so 36. So it's 124. Winner, winner, two! <laughs> it's not a push. <laughs> yes! Good thing we didn't press the green no. button. Well, that was a Good joke. Good thing we did. Oh, that <laughs> was hey, a buddy. joke. Hey, buddy, let's get it out. No, were you shaking your head No, I'll run you out of this podcast. Then you do it. Pay up. Nope. Turn his mic off. Try to talk. Hello? Oh, wait. I pressed the wrong one. <laughs> Go ahead now. Minus 124. Uh-huh. Can't hear her. Uh-huh. Yeah! The losing streak's going to keep going, baby. <laughs> Thank you, McKay. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give him 50 of it. I'm going I'm I'm to uh, I'm gonna try to help you out a little bit. Can, can we look at a different book? No, because we, we, he had it pulled up because I got him right here. 
Mackenzie, Your mic's still off, as <laughs> no one's hearing what you're saying right now. I think I'm turning on mic when I'm. No one's no one's on a, hearing on this. On a different Fez. book. No one's even hearing you. <laughs> Cowboys to make the playoffs on a different Cowboys? book. Cowboys. We're talking about oh, I'm Broncos. Sorry, I'm sorry. Broncos minus one sixty. That's squ- to make square the playoffs. For us. Two What's square. The take back? Plus one twenty-five. Uh, yeah, that forty cent straddle. <laughs> All right. So, are you going to continue the show, or I'm confused? You, Mackenzie's getting half the money too. No, Mackenzie's on the take. He, we, he's, we know where his bread's getting buttered. It's a push. No, it's not. He, because because I lost it the one book he arbitrarily looked well, at. But but no 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 no. We said well. I'm going to turn the mic on only for this discussion until you pay. <laughs> he said no. Hold on. He said I've got him right in front of me. Right? He did. Right. He didn't even know at that point what, what, where the line was. So how's he, what's he doing? I give him credit. In fact, I'm giving him money because he caught the, you know, the VIG had to be considered. Thank you, Mackenzie. But it's sad. You know, this, oh, man, you're, the funny thing is you're, like, doing everything for the gambling gods. You're, like, giving them the middle finger right now. You're going, fuck you. You're like, you're, like, not even just fuck you. It's, like, eight syllables. And it's, like, why? You, you know what's funny? If you had a camera on him, he's actually flinched twice to go in his, in his pocket, but he just doesn't want to. What makes you not want to? I don't have the 300 <laughs> No, on it's, me. Just 100. it's just a hundred. Oh, a hundred. I don't yeah. care. See, I said just go hundred. We, t- we tip a hundred. Well, apparently not. <laughs> so, so Mackenzie cost me a hundred. Mackenzie, did I do you a favor this weekend? More than a hundred dollars favor. Yeah. Yeah. I think you should tape that to the wall. <laughs> that was great. That was great, actually. Because <laughs> it was him being so braggadocious. Mm. Like why? Why tend to? Maybe this is going to stop your bad streak. Post that to the wall, like Ricky Henderson did with his first check. Next next time, Scott's looking up the lines, not Mackenzie, my (laughs) former friend. All joking aside, first of all, when he did a good job, you want to affirm him. I mean, like he was diligent. He didn't do a good job. He did a good job for you. Is you cheating to win or getting the right answer? Uh, If you took a cumulative average, I would have (laughs) won. But here's the question: When he says, "I've got the lines in front of me." That's, that's I, saying that's, those are the lines we're going to use. And then you even said you didn't even press the green button, but that's why it's 100. Um, no, no, no. I, but, 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 a, but AJ is going to pay me the 300 on Denver when they kick ass, so it's care, fine. Because the but, Chargers will choke. That's what Chargers do. But, Faz, you understand, I, I don't lose against you might be the way to say it. And I, just, I know that, that these ought Now, listen, in truth, you're right. It was close. I mean, you know, I clearly you won. won by one decimal point. <laughs> yes, it was close. And the funny thing is, you would have taken. I mean, I was being super generous because if I would have said plus one ten, you, or yeah, I'm sorry, I would have said, I would have said, you're five. right, you're right. And I knew that, and I was like, hey, I think I'm right here. Let's have some fun. Yes, with it. but it, it, and what's illustrative, and they talk about wisdom of crowds. Mm-hmm. The fact you, you you said even money, I said minus one fifty, and boom, the number wound up being not far from our midpoint, and shows right, on how my side of it. on your side of it. So on that at that book, yes, that Mackenzie had up. <laughs> so uh, the the bottom line is this shows the value of wis- wisdom of crowds and talking to people. So here's the question. I owe Mackenzie 100 for some manual labor he did for me. Can I get away with taking away that debt by giving? No, but can I get rid of half of it? I think that's fair. I'm going to give you the 100, and I still owe you 50. More than, 
More no, than fair. All right. So I'll keep putting it there. You got it. Did you have a good weekend, Mackenzie? Great weekend. Thank good. you, guys. Good, my man. Good. You know something? <laughs> what? So you got him doing effectively moonlighting. No, I hooked him up. Hooked him up with what? You got him laid? With one of your four? Yes. Like the daughter of one I of your I am pretty former? confident that I did. <laughs> yes. Am I correct, Mackenzie? No comment. Oh, yes, my gosh, yes. that poor girl. We're amongst, we're amongst friends. <laughs> what did you do to this girl? <laughs> All right. What do you, <laughs> you think of that, AJ, the whole thing? I just assumed that Steve paid for McKenzie some sex. And <laughs> no, no, I'm, yeah, that just blank out of your mind right now. But, but in general, the, the, the betting, the, the, that, was, that was almost like it could have been a reality show that was staged. It was, and I think it was funny that as soon as – he said 136 and Steve was celebrating. You said, wait, it's a 24 cent straddle. And Steve, Steve instantly said, that's a push. And I'm I'm doing the math in my head. He does it too quick like that. 136 minus 12. Uh That's on the wrong side of 120. That's not a push. You know what's funny is it's like a guy that the bets, like he he acts like he's not looking at his hand when he's got the fucking nuts. That's the way he is. (laughs) That's the way he is when he's got something figured out before people. He, he tries to let the, the chaos of the moment swell, and then he slips out the back door, right or wrong. Correct. <laughs> By the way, trivia question. The, be- the best hand you can ever have, or the worst hand you can ever have and have the nuts in Texas Hold'em is Trip Queens. Trip Jax is never the nuts. It's not possible. Well, let's think about this. Now, I've never heard this. It's a great question. What's the worst hand you can have but no, still have the nuts? It, but why? I, I totally understand if it was ace to ten, that somehow a, that the, the maximum straight would be an issue. But why would queens versus jacks? So, full house positive. So, there nine. has to be one jack on the board. Okay, yeah. yeah oh, the and, number of straights, it's going to be yes. on the board. Uh-huh. Okay, the connected straights. Okay. That's right, interesting. The board is two, six, seven, yeah. jack, right? Mm hmm. Oh, you know, I must wait, wait, two, six. You want bat? No. <laughs> if, the, if the board is two, six, seven, then you have the. Uh, so you gotta ten. make sure there's not three within five. Yeah. So it's actually trip jacks. Two when the board's oh, okay. two, six, seven, um, ten jack. So remember, I was telling you about too much detail. That this is an example. Okay. No one's no, able to follow. It's this. two, six, seven, jack, queen is the board, and then and then if you have trip queens, you have the nuts. Okay. Okay. So it's trip queens. Whatever it was, it's an interesting the the way to figure it out. Yes. All right. Moving on. Um, Now we're getting to the teams that are a little above average. And I personally, I think Dallas lost a lot this off season. And and again, I do think with Amari gone, I don't know. CD. Yeah, but those on offs with Amari have been really drastic. You like the Dallas under ten and a half. Yeah, I think. In fact, I gave that out. I think is my best yeah. bet on something. I can't remember. Um, maybe. And I agree strongly with that. Yeah. No, but I, I don't know. I mean, at least I, I like what Scott's saying in that. There's a case to be made of Dak has a you know is a theory he he was injured like he was still recovering from the injury. Yeah, I can see that. But I just don't all this drama, not drama, all the hubbubaloo that we made with his performance the year he got hurt. Mm-hmm. It was only, what was it, four games? Or yeah, four? it wasn't a lot. So it's like it's been a while, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and even the year before that, it wasn't quite as good as— so, But no, no, you don't buy into the defense being having a similar success they had last season? Parsons, well, they lost, the, they lost the, key, the key guy to Denver, right? The lineman, the D-lineman. Mm-hmm. Gregory. Uh, 
you would make the case. You still have Lawrence, though, and and, and you Parsons would make the case that cornerback is is got very. I mean, if you look at the PFF, he was an average yeah. corner. And the question is, is this, is the ball hawking skill something? Because most stats guys don't think it is that generally mm-hmm. interceptions. Have you can't luck. get one a game. Yeah. 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 So I, I agree. I well, just, it's also the best cornerbacks don't get thrown at. Yeah. So they're picking. They're throwing at him more. And they kept yes, throwing at him. Exactly. Even as, yeah. So maybe they're wrong, though. You know, so maybe. I, I, but I do like you've got a, a sound. Listen, no line is so crazy that someone's stupid to like it. So to me, it's like, do they have a good reasoning? I don't agree with your points, but mm-hmm. they're logical. You know, and, to and all me, I'm saying is that they're better than the Bengals. I'm not saying the Cowboys are winning the Super Bowl. But you're, you're probably, yeah. uh, what are you <laughs> on their win total? You sound high. I mean, what I mean is you sound, sound high, high on, on Dallas say, or yeah, high? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I sound high. I sound high. Uh, um, 10 or 11. Yeah, so we're trying to have Yeah. All right. Okay. So interesting conversation. I like the way it was interesting. You brought your energy down a little bit and it was very sober. I mean, not sober like you're high or anything on the, the alternative. <laughs> but <laughs> All right. So now we got the teams. Sam Fran. Now, how, by the way. I've been hearing a lot of predictions, McKenzie, where people are doing like, you know, I thought the chance of Jimmy G being on this roster was about four percent, but now I think it's fifty-four percent. Have you? First of all, have you been hearing a lot of that? Yes. You upset? No. Okay. So let me ask you a question. Do you did you somehow like buy ten percent of his future earnings or something? Like, how could you, you realize Shanahan's good? Your cousin's going to have a job in the NFL. For funny, his, my, my uncle always says that Kyle, Kyle worked forever in the NFL. Yeah, like he'll be the most proud he, thing he is. He'll be like world. Wade Phillips. You know, D, he'll be offensive coordinator with with triple bifocal or <laughs> trifocals on, making four million. So relax. Right, Take, you worry about yourself. You you're the one that got problems, not yeah. not Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> so, what's your feeling at this point? How's your stock gone up? Well, let's do the McKenzie. I don't think you've ever heard of this guy, the McKenzie redraft of last year's draft, and we're gonna put uh, Davis Mills in there. So there's six quarterbacks, and we're gonna let him have a moment or two to talk about that. We, let's do a baseball moment when he's thinking about it. Yankees, what do you think? Run away with the AL East. So, I mean, it's like the teams. Now, um, Toronto, uh, disappointed, right? Disappointing, but I think they'll finish where they finished last year. I think 91, 92 is right around. Okay, so Fez went under, what, 93 and a half or something? Yeah, So Mm -hmm. we'll have to get an update. He just went to the restroom. Mm -hmm. Um, What would you say the other big story, the biggest story in baseball on the year? Mm. Any give, I mean, is it how bad the Reds are? I think it's that we have for the the first. It's the it's the most teams through in baseball history. It's the most amount of teams that have a 600 or greater winning percentage. So we, it's very we have mm. it's very top heavy right now. Okay, and that doesn't is that because of the money performance? I don't know. Well, it's, yeah, it, obviously it's how they're yeah, playing, but, but I mean, is it all the the Dodgers seem to? It seems like the rest of the league is a farm system. For the Dodgers. Sure. Uh, Yes, you could be. But the Yankees have also been fiscally responsible for the past several years and not willing to spend money. And Mm -hmm. look at it. They haven't – Aaron Judge is up for – they're going to have to pay this dude, and they still haven't come to any sort of deal with him. Before this year, was Mm -hmm. he – Was he what? Top player in the league? Absolutely. Are you serious? Yes. Nothing this offseason has changed my list. 
But even you didn't have you didn't have this order <laughs> last year. Later in the year, I switched Mac Jones to two, even though I, he was one after a while. But so Mac Jones got worse as Trey Lance. This is insane. Relatively as a prospect in my mind. This makes me really worry about his sanity. This is his sixth quarterback. What idiot put together that list? <laughs> I mean, this is concerning. Number six is Davis Mills. Well, the bottom of it looks okay. I don't agree. I'd rather have him than Zach, Zach Wilson. Hey, watch, well, what, watch what you're saying. Distinction without a difference, <laughs> you, you like to say? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. All right, Zach Wilson's fifth. Trevor Lawrence, the savior's fourth. Justin Fields is third. Well, trending good nicely. Yeah. I like that. Mac Jones is second. And the guy that literally uh, they had Jimmy G play on it. I think he had a broken shoulder. Oh, I know what, what happened. He just, it, it's like. It's he, inverted? Well, just the, the top guy should be at the bottom. Yeah. there's ah, Yeah. So, like, it, if you have a really minus rating, you made it a plus. Like, you flipped a sign somewhere. All joking aside, what, what would you do if you're drafting, redrafting? So who is is Mac Jones? Mac Jones is one? clearly one. All right, and yes. Justin Fields is clearly two, or or is Trevor Lawrence clearly two for you? I mean, pedigree. It's going to be Lawrence Pryor's is two. Versus, Lawrence is two. I, I disagree. But go ahead. Uh, Fields three. Mm-hmm. Mills four. All right, you got Mills four. I like it. Lance and Wilson. I don't want either one. Send them to the USFL. So so you literally have Davis Mills over Trey Lance. Yeah. Davis Mills. <laughs> Covers games and Trey Lance covers them at his school newspaper. Yeah, I think <laughs> he write, I think he writes a freebie column. For AJ, how would you do this? Lawrence, you you'd have Lawrence once. Though. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did uh, so well last uh, well, year. I mean, it's funny how how willing you are to bump Davis Mills based on a small sample size. But but see, this is a flaw people have in poker sometimes. To do well is. It's like if someone's t- if someone comes in and doesn't play a hand like the first ten hands, you have no idea if they're tight or not, right? If they're fairly tight, you're, you're going to see that. But if someone plays four out of the first five hands, they are loose. There's no way that they got cards for it. So in, in my case, I think you could make the case someone doing poorly in year one will turn themselves around, but someone that does well. It's it's team quarterbacks don't regress from the first year very often. RG three did, but it was an injury. Who else has regressed from the first year? First year is usually the worst year, right? Always the the mustache guy. What are you talking about? Gardner Minshew. Oh, but did he regress or did he hasn't had a chance? His opportunities regressed because Jacksonville in year two sabotaged him. That's a good point. So. I mean, to me, but he's the only guy that he could. I, I even can popped into my head, you know. Is now they they regress from the first couple games, mm-hmm. like because there's that tendency to do well early. But I mean, I think right, they, when they don't have tape. shown he is will be at least a backup in this league for the next ten years. And I mean, that was not the assumption at that draft position. So he's certainly taken a step forward. Um, but you're, I mean, but again, how many guys have decent? even three or four games that don't do something later. You make a good point. I just don't think Davis Mills was as good as everybody seems to make him out to be. He had two good games all last season. Played on the Texans. But it's not a good game or bad game. It's That's a very rudimentary way of doing it. It's going to be more what's his collective stats on the season. And uh, we'll see. I just say this. It was a hell – I mean, he would go high. What did he go? Was it fourth round? 
I can't remember. It's third or third. fourth. I'm not yeah. third. I think. Yeah. So he, he would be. Uh, he. I think that I wonder what the league would do. First of all, Trey Lance. We're having fun. Uh, Trey Lance certainly falls into the. Um, we don't know, right? But I tell you this: the thing that McKenzie said I thought was really off. Well, I'll just say the one is when he goes. There's nothing that's happened this off season to concern me at all. So, McKenzie, my point would be the talk coming out of the a, a fairly tight-lipped organization, the talk coming out of there that's so negative on Trey Lance. Now, you could say everyone's lying, the reported fake news. I don't, I've never heard you say fake news before, but okay. Is, that's got to be concerned because this was going to be the year. And the, and the very fact that he's still, uh, Jimmy G's still on the roster, that has to be concerned. And I know you could say he was hurt. There's a way to twist yourself into a pretzel to make this not concerning, but it's a pretzel you're twisting yourself into to do that. You mentioned Kyle's going to be working in the NFL as an assistant or something with bifocals on. Well, first of all, he's going to be a head coach for the next 20 years, uh, wherever it's at. I think so, but I've always been optimistic. All right. I don't care if he goes, if he makes the playoff every year. It's I know he doesn't care about it. And I know no one in our family is going to be like, remember that time we made the playoffs 10 years in a row? No, we talk about 98. We talk about 94. Those are the things that will last in our family. And we, you know, when grandpa's on his last days, that's what we're talking about. That's what matters. The Super Bowl. Okay. I think Trey Lance is younger than every quarterback that just got drafted. Obviously, it was the case last year. So, Mackenzie, what you're saying is you guys are shoot or not you guys. The 49ers are trying to hit a home run, all right? Upside. Right. Okay. Well, one, that implies a project. And that's what confuses me is how do you trade three first-round picks for a project? Like, I could see, you know, a project, fourth round or even end of the first round. Like, Lamar Jackson was a project at the time. Great example. Yeah. yeah. But how does Lamar Jackson go 30th or whatever and Trey Lance goes third? I mean, was Trey Lance really a better prospect than the the high? Was he a two-time Heisman winner? I can't remember. One Just one. Yeah, Archie Griffin's the only one. The Ohio State University, yes. So he busted. He still got two Heisman's, mm-hmm. and he, he still he doesn't pay for a meal in Columbus. I'll tell you that much. I favored to happen again this year, by the way. Is to have another two-time champion? Bryce Young's favored to win the Heisman this year. I'm betting he does. Archie Griffin's still paying for all his meals in Cincinnati. He doesn't go to Cincinnati. <laughs> he played for the Bengals. Well, he's got millions. <laughs> All right. So I guess my question, Mackenzie, is does it feel right that a guy who, I mean, the last time someone's been picked in the top 10 that wasn't starting at all by choice in year one, has that, when's the last time that happened? And Josh that, Rosen probably wishes it would have happened. Yeah, but that doesn't, but. What does that even mean? That means Josh Rosen was a horrible pick, and they found, but they thought he was good enough to play. So now you've got – oh, so you're saying they threw him out to the Wolves, and if only they would have signed him for two years, Josh Rosen would have been good. Might have been better, yeah. But better than the worst Did, quarterback ever? Didn't we see the rebuttal in Miami, though? In what way? He was every bit as bad the second well, year. And well, he, he was, was every, tarnished. And, uh, by the way, what's interesting is Josh Rosen, was, I, wasn't he on the practice squad, or as he I was, call yeah. it still, the taxi squad for the 49ers? Yeah, couldn't beat out uh, Nate Sudfeld. Yeah, well, mm. didn't he have the most yards in the history through 16 games? <laughs> that was Nick Mullins. Okay. So none of it matters because they all suck. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. And right now, Trey Lance is worse. And I just don't know what you learn on the bench. That's the thing about the NFL. you got to learn on the field. 
I mean, in 16 months, he'll be as old as Davis Mills, who had this about the same stats as him. Like, I don't, I don't get about it. About the same get, stats? Yeah, like 34 QBR versus 35 QBR. All this love for Davis Mills and all this hate for Trey Lance. I'm optimistic. Houston sucks. San Francisco's well, a Super Bowl I'm contender. Sorry, what was the trend line on Davis Mills? Let's see here. It's hard to have a trend line with two games. for. <laughs> his last game was by far his best game. He had a 70 QBR, and his second to last or third to last game was his second best game. So, yeah, he started off amazingly bad. And, he, and in his – I mean, think about it. In, eighth, in Trey Lance's eighth and ninth game – Maybe he'll have a 70 QBR. Except That's a long time. Here's from the now. thing it will be his seventh season at this rate. <laughs> <laughs> Having two, I mean, I'm all right. Oh, so you're, oh, oh, oh. You let people talk long enough, they say something. So you think it's going to be a two quarterback system? I don't, people were talking about Baker Mayfield. You'd have to give something to, to take on his contract. Jimmy Garoppolo gets $7 million more. So I don't think we're going to be able to trade him. I think the writing's on the wall that he's going to be on the team. Oh, that's going to be exciting. That's going to make for some good podcasts, baby. Let's do it. I mean, if, if, wouldn't it be funny if, no, it wouldn't be funny if McKenzie killed himself. I'm sorry. I was thinking that. But be kind of funny. That was wrong. Not funny. If, but if he did it a way to promote the show, I'd, I mean, I'd appreciate it. Let's be honest. If it was someone that was troubled, let's say that he thought Trey Lance was better than Mac Jones, let's say <laughs> that kind of troubled. And you kind of knew he's at the end of the road, right? I could say, yeah, but it doesn't, there's no way that. But if he killed himself in a way that, like, benefited you, wouldn't you appreciate, you wouldn't want him to be dead, but you would have to give a hat, you know, a nod to, like, thanks, bud. Let's say, like. Like, he, if, he, if he hung himself, but he was wearing, publicly, but he was wearing a Dream Preview t-shirt. But let's say that. So, um, <laughs> it's wrong. No. As long as he said I, I had too much money and I just, you know, the pressure. <laughs> but, but what I would say is let's say that a family member needed a kidney. Okay. And he went to the hospital, gave him all the information, and did it there. <sighs> yeah, you'd have to thank him, right? I mean, it, yeah, it'd be an honorable way to go, but I, it would still be sad. I don't think so. If it was your kid's life, or let's say your kid's life saved? You might kill them yourself. Like, like they That's did a different the, conversation. <laughs> like they did uh, uh, D, D'Angelo in the wire. He'd be like, he hung himself, but you know, this rope goes like a foot. <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> uh, all right, Fez, what else you got? Well, I guess we got to go through we the, gotta go the to second the half of the league. Yeah. This is, I mean, Mackenzie, wasn't it? It was crazy. Mm -hmm. I, I'm worried about, I'm thinking of calling social services. But that's for kids. Um, okay, even team. Well, let's talk Philly. Philly's a debated, debated team. Where you got them? 18th. Boy, that's bad. What? What were they at the end of last year? I don't have last year's number in front of me. They can't, they couldn't have been worse than 18th. You haven't upgraded them at all? Wow. Well, I mean, I've got. I might have to sharpen that pencil. I, I got Arizona and Miami and San Fran in, in front of them. Which uh, one? Miami. You? Yeah, well, Miami. Maybe we should think about a bet there. I'll take Miami straight up against Philly. Better record. Let's do it. All right, let's think about this. I'm not going to slow the pod down. Well, I'll, I'll tell you by the end of the pod. Okay. Um, Mackenzie, check the wind total. The latest wind total. <laughs> it's um, eight point eight and eight point seven. Who has the edge? It depends what book McKenzie wants to grade it on. I'm not going to back. Are you still whining? No. You are a whiner, boy. I am a whiner. <laughs> I guess if batters might like that. They're going to whine. You might as well whine. I don't know. Okay. So 
you don't think much of the f Eagles. Does anyone think much of the Eagles? I like the Eagles. I, why? I like them oh, a lot. And then AJ next, go ahead. I like, well, first of all, you, you've given more weapons uh, offensively. I agree. AJ Brown's <laughs> like one of the yeah. best receivers in the league. Yeah, I agree and, with that. And, and do, do, we, do we all, do, does everyone ignore the fact that this was a playoff team last year? I feel like everyone does. No one, just because they got blown out in the first game by Tampa, it doesn't ignore the fact that they were still a playoff team last year. I agree. They're very. They're going to be. They're going to be better than they were last year. Here's the thing: is the league any more equipped to deal with their run game? They will be better than they were last year, and they were a playoff team last year. Are they going to keep running the ball as much as they did last year? Well, it's going to be a, at least they have an option, and they're, it's going to be better because now they have a, a, a more deadly weapons on. on and the they outside. got really good lines. It's a compelling case. I think and the Eagle, Eagles are one of the toughest teams to to figure, but the question is: Is Jalen Hurts the kind of quarterback that can take advantage of an AJ Brown? But, but here's the thing: First of all, any competent quarter, any quarterback that's starting by choice, so like not Trey Lance, but someone that starts by choice, is going to benefit from a good receiver. Will he maximum benefit? No. The better the quarterback. Now, if a guy's a now, here's the thing: AJ Brown has a big catch radius, right? Yep. Well. Let's be honest. Uh, there's not a lot of accurate. I mean, accuracy is an issue with a Philadelphia quarterback. <laughs> I mean, if it's not Minshew, right? Which again, some people think. Now, would you like Philly better with Minshew? No. A lot of people think they would. No. Okay. Now that Russian game was clicking at the end of the year. There's no doubt. Mackenzie, what are you seeing at the Sharp Book? One second. I was just looking at the consensus, but let me open up the. the yeah, get, just give me Chris. All right. I'm going to fire, I think, unless I'm getting the worst of it because I don't do that. It's against my religion. You want me to give you an Eagles I, win I, total? I, I, th I think a line? An Eagles win total? Uh, no, he's getting it. Okay. Directionally, Thanks, you're, you're right that I'm confident the Eagles, the optimism in the betting markets is going to continue. The Eagles are going to close nine, and Miami's going to close 8.8 .8 probably. So you're, so even if they're not there yet, you're certainly going to get the better of the closing number. Eagles going to close nine and a half. You think? Yeah. yeah, somebody give me a button. Oh, slow down, slow down. Um, you know, this would be you popping your cherry. Let, let's frame the bet here. So he's got to get, what, plus 150, right? A nine and a half, another 50 cents up? I, I, I'm willing to bet he cannot find a nine and a half minus 120. All right? Minus 120 to the what? To the under? Yes. At even money. So that's the way you're giving him a spread. Now, I think that's fair. Now, what, let's see the current number at the sharp book. Uh, Mackenzie? Uh, Chris wasn't one of our sharp books. I'm trying to get it now. Okay, go to the site and click. Yeah. Um, now the bet it's any book. If I find the nine and a half with less than minus one twenty, you should on the comeback. If 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 you, I think you should pick five books. I mean, that's a fair. Yeah. I mean, then it's so that, I have to find it at five books. Yeah. You, know, you guys agree? Let him pick the five books. You can say any now though. You got to say here's the five I want in the mix. You have to find it at one of the five, not at all five. Yeah, yeah, it, but you got five books in your universe that could okay. be the winner. You know how you say you don't make a bet? The person who's wanting to make the bet knows that if, he wins the bet? Knows that, if, like, if the outcome's predetermined, yes. Okay. Because every it's not the case anytime anyone bets. It's going to be like Fez knew he could bench 200 pounds. So at any time, if I find the nine and a half, mm -hmm. it's the win. Nine and a half flat. Yeah. No, well, what's, well, hold on, hold on. Well, nine, and a, flat. nine and a half without you having to lay more than 120 on the under. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right, so he's giving you 10 cents. So half a game is worth 50 cents, generally. Mm -hmm. And he's saying he's giving you 10 cents of that, so he's, he's giving you a 20% handicap. 
Can I push the button? I mean, I, I won the bet already. Give me. I won the bet. Who has it? Let's go. Give me. I won the bet. Oh, this might be yeah. all time. Or... Bet's over. I won it. <laughs> what is it? There. Right, I won the bet it? already. Who is it? Nine and a half minus 115 under minus 105. DraftKings? Yep. Gee! Now, wait a minute. Holy shit, Fez. The pride before the fall! Oh, God, Fez. Why? <laughs> and the overs. I'm sorry. Vig. Well. <laughs> All right. And by the I way, the <laughs> oh god! What oh, what's going on? How the hell did that happen? This feels like the the Simpsons episode where they say, "Stop it! He's dead already." But hold on, hold on! <laughs> I'm taking the Eagles, baby. <laughs> Push it for me, RJ. <laughs> yeah, give me a little. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm only paying one guy. This no. is the way we do it. No. Oh no, uh, no, not on that. That we're no. talking about the Eagles over the Dolphins right now. Yes. So. AJ's in, I'm in. You want to get in on that? On what? The Dolphins will have a better record than the Eagles? You're taking the Eagles if you're with I'm us. taking the Eagles. Yeah. They will dude. have a better record than the Dolphins. Oh, you got your own button. Okay. Dude. I had no idea the Eagles went to 9 half. That's like um, unbelievable. Mackenzie's still trying to find it. <laughs> you went in on this? Sure. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, what's funny, AJ, I said. Fez, you're getting too big for your branches, didn't I? Say the least. Because <laughs> I'm I'm the guy that always like typically is checking all these season wins. He's been and I haven't today. been. His branches are gone. No doubt. <laughs> uh, you wonder why this is the most popular podcast in sports batting. There's a reason. Fez, I I know you're having a rough show. Do you want to buy out from me? <laughs> <laughs> the Rattler's back. Six months he hasn't been here. Yeah, good luck with your Chargers, and you're going for it fourth and twelve from your own eleven. All right, so let's be clear. Oh goodness! You just—he just handed him three hundred. You gotta wait a minute. So you weren't gonna pay me? You still owe me from the NCAA tournament? Oh Jesus God! Who knows? What, <laughs> who knows? We had right, it was one I, bet. I, I give you credit here. You paid him three hundred. You better give some credit here. Not many times you're gonna get paid right before you before you get up. I mean, can I? Uh, I, I make him. I, I wish he was the book. <laughs> well, you don't wish that. No, I don't. Let's just say he's having a bad day today. <laughs> the irony is you're looking at DraftKings, which in many ways can be that way. So, <laughs> would you be an off book? Yes, be the, they, the, you wanted to give him any book in the world. I, 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 but I, but I also checked another book, and it was nine was minus one thirty. So which means it's going to go to nine and a half. Yeah. So well, which it means, might mean. But, which means yeah. now that my 300 with you, with Philly on a more wins, he's got three. That's six. AJ's got three. That's nine. And McKenzie piled on. So you got 1,200 on Yeah, this. you know I'm going to go ahead and, and play either Philly over or Miami under. You know, Why? And, and because, it, like, Philly's an ultra-public team. You're betting 6,000 in, everybody, in 30 seconds on the USFL. Everybody likes nothing the, about it. Everybody likes the Eagles. Yeah, I knew nothing about the stupid but, XFL and the AAF, and I won Fez, like crazy. everyone likes those. the Eagles, it's when the, it's, if the line runs up, it becomes unattractive. It's May. It hasn't run up yet. And thus, that's the point. It's not unattractive right now. That's right. So that's why I got to bet it now. At well, nine. I mean, why are you betting us? Why did you that bet was, me to start? Because I'm an idiot. <laughs> See, now, now he's back to a humble guy. Not humble, but not so over the top. I, this might have saved Believe you a me, lot of It's going to make me money. I'll be rooting for these Eagles because I, I agree that the Eagles, I like what they did, and I haven't adjusted enough for A.J. Brown. It's back, it's back and I like that direction. catch radius. Yeah. That's, it, I got a quarterback that can't throw that needs a catch radius. And let's be honest with one last thing. Hurts' limitations hurt him in the playoffs, not so much in the regular season. It's a regular season bat. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I got to be honest with you. If I were on my deathbed, I think about my deathbed about once a month. Like, what, what am I going to be feeling? What's going to be my last meal if I can choose it? You once know? a month you think of that? Yeah. Is that healthy? That's fucking dark, man. But no, like, I, I guess I'm thinking about, like, I'm taking account of my life. You know, in, right. in, in it's that, not the like metaphor. You, I mean, you don't have like some disease or anything. You're no. a healthy guy. Like, I, that's, that's just true. a weird, that's just, it's odd. I'd well, like to have the Admiral's Feast at Red Lobster. <laughs> that's good. That's one of the funniest things you've ever said. That's good. Any deadpan, or were you serious? Serious. Oh. <laughs> that makes it even funnier. I thought he was going to a next level comedy. No. <laughs> like, I want Del Taco. <laughs> Give me two chimichangas. Extra guac. <laughs> yeah, that's Are you taking th- you're a different energy drink? You, your brain's in a different place the last two days. I don't know what's going on, man. Whatever it is, keep doing it. Okay. Because that other guy was hard to deal with. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it was slow going. No, I'm joking. But you are sharper now at this point. How are you doing with the, the, um, the fish oil? Fish oil's good. You've you been taking that still? We kicked butt Thursday and Friday. Oh, I know, I know. We, 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 we had a good you time. You started taking that like, what, it, three, four years ago? Yeah, and I, I went for you. It, 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 it absolutely is. We got to move on, but I got to tell you something. This was like it was written by a, a team of movie people because the idea of him being so egotistical coming in, I'm saying, dude, you're going to have a fall. You're going to have a fall. Take the USFO as the... As the um, the sign. The sign. The omen. The, the portent. Yes. Okay. So now he decides to bet me, which is insane to start with. Let's be honest. Yes. And I was try- I'm trying to give him the best of it to reel him back in a little bit, right? So I say, oh, plus 100. When he wins, he screams like a hyena. I told you. And then something about blah, blah, blah. I'm good at this. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, it was crazy. It was like his face was contorted, like in Jacob's Ladder. <laughs> uh. And then McKenzie says, 24 cent straddle. Oh, my God. That was great. That was, that's one of McKenzie's top five moments ever. Uh, the I'm best part life. is, oh, that's a push. <laughs> Are you sure? So Math then, guy. <laughs> but then he, ref- then he refuses to pay. I've never seen it before. But then he hears it's just 100, so he decides he's going to pay now. <laughs> okay. But then it's like God looked at him and said he hasn't been humbled enough. And then that disaster. That wasn't because I always know the you season win the, numbers to the decimal the point. Before, like you, well, I always know the season wins. I can't believe I, I, I didn't know the Eagles had gone to 9.5 at a book. And they went to 9.55. They're not even 9.45. They're nine, they, the, the over is vigged. That's terrible. But that's the, just atrocious. But you got that look on your face you do sometimes when you're more humble. I think that's how you win. You can't think you got it all figured out. Well, now out. I'm f- fucking mad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I'm jealous of the following thing. It took me like two hours of planning to trick you out of that when you, that bet you couldn't win on the radio. He just did it like it was nothing. Yeah. But Thank then God again, you've been rolling good, or I'd be really worried. Well, then again, we may just be setting Scott up for bigger bets down the road. I don't know. That was I, I, sure. It could be a hustle. Uh, he knew all along he was going to lose, and he made the bet to uh, give me confidence so that next time he takes me for more. And I found it fascinating that AJ was the one to think, I'm powering on. Like, that's what he, the Rattler really likes to attack weakness. Mm-hmm. But when you're strong, he's all glad handy to you. Hey, Fez, what's up, Fez? We taught the Rattler how to card count while you're out. 
I'm guess, I'm betting you didn't. He was good. It's no. inter- it's interesting. I, I would bet right now I could flip a deck of cards and tell you the bottom card. Right now. What now? Right now, if you flip the deck of cards, you can tell you whether it's a big card, a medium card, or a small card. So when Last you say card. tell him the bottom card, what category? If okay. Uh, how many categories are there? Three. And how quickly can I flip it? He could do it in a minute. So I can do one a second. He has to flip them himself. He'll get confused. What's he, but he can do it. He can do it within a minute. <laughs> one minute. It won't take him more than a minute. Wait a minute. And the cards are shuffled. Yes. He flips it, and he has to flip it in order. Yes. He's not doing any sorting or anything. None. And is he flipping it into... Okay, that's what I'm thinking. But is he flipping it? He's flipping them on top of each other. He's not sorting them just when he's flipping like them. One at a time. Just dropping them like right. One at a time. All right, I'll bet. All right. All right, but we got to make this a big bet. Well, I got no money on me. Right, right, I just I'm got my last dollar. Listen, we'll do this next week. Okay. Because I'm thinking we got about like five thousand to put. I'm not he's betting. Got, I'm not. I'm, I'm betting like a hundred. But I want him. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna. It's got to be a real bad. But it doesn't have to be five. But what I'm saying is he's got to have. I don't care what you have. I want him to have a lot on it. I want him to be nervous. Because I think he well, probably he's got a one. He's, he's got a one third chance to get it right, even if he's just <laughs> randomly guessing. I, I, just, I love I, that. I just, I just lost the count. I love that. I mean, that means I think I it's pretty much a third of a chance. I've been practicing every night, to be fair. Maybe you should think about ch- looking into some of these lines. <laughs> I lost it. I don't know if it's a good idea. You're like crap. You got McKenzie running for you. You got him doing some shenanigans with, with 21. He's playing anyways. Yeah, May but he's well not spending win? time at night, like flipping cards. Hmm. All right, I'm fine with it. But if I give him an extra week, he'll practice his ass off. 60 seconds is really slow. Good player can do it in 25. Now, the, he's not going to be in a cone of silence. I'm not saying I'm going to be shouting shit. Mm. But if I happen to, like, say, um, you, you ever play pool where, like, you, the guy's shooting the eight ball and you start moving your hand into the line of sight? It's like the MIT team. You know, you get practice with distractions. You put music right. on. Yeah. This is a distraction right. right now. There you go. Uh, Damn, I think I just lost it. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah, I don't think he has a chance. So honestly, what percentage have you been getting right? Ninety. So you're willing, he's, he's so been it's t- five to one. It sounds the like. way I've been doing it is the, I've I've burned two cards mm-hmm. and then gone through and tried to figure out what the last two cards are. Same thing. It's the same thing. Burn two cards and try to figure out what the okay. Oh, one the or burn two is the last two. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Okay, high card. I fucking lost it. Yeah, and, and listen, Scott's Scott's <laughs> Scott's got a pretty sharp, like short, like quick mind. I, lost it. I know. I, AJ, well, can't, when we were talking about AJ, AJ can't yeah. remember that he, he. I'm the voice of Vegas, and he's the. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> when we were so, talking about AJ, got a good I mind. I, just, I never but, thought of you as a quick mind, though. You got a good mind. I got a like. I'm not a quick. Well, I'm quick too. compared to you, but I mean, what I'm saying is. I'm not like Fez is a quicker mind than me. Simple math is easy for me. Yeah, but I don't think it's even that. This is pure memorization. This is pure, like, this is like Simon Says, that game. Can you remember it was purple, green, red, you know, that? Yeah. And I mean, what I'm sort of saying, it's a tough thing. You're, doing, you're actually doing it that way. Uh, you got a, yeah. <laughs> you've got a high card and a medium card. We got a high card. And a low card. And a low I gotta be honest, though. The pace he did that. So fast. You would get that most of the time? 
90%. We got to record that. That's 90%. That's, we got to record that. The reason I messed up is because I was listening to you. So that's yeah, that's super it. That's fast. It. Don't make excuses. Um, and you're flopping two at a time. I too. mean, that was impressive. I wasn't even sure you could see the cards. I, was imp- I mean, he's got a quick mind. Doesn't want to tussle with mine, but that's fine. <laughs> Fez can do and it under 30 seconds. I'm not, I'm and, not there and, yet. And it's not been evidenced by my, my, my betting acumen and during this podcast. But, I, but, dude, honestly, doesn't that show you that there's a message? It is. You're too, they weren't being humble. I'm literally going to go and, and update my whole, all my spreadsheets of all the season wins because it's like I haven't done it in like four or five days. And t- yeah, well, why wouldn't you? If you're winning, you, that's the time people usually update. Well, the, the, the point is it's like I've been betting the NBA and getting up to speed on WNBA and mm. doing USFL. It's just well, at maybe some point. Maybe give up on the USFL. Don't give up on me. <laughs> Don't, you're not chasing, I hope. I No, I haven't even given out a play yet you know, this week. At Eric Eager from PFF's been getting killed, he said, in the USFL. Is he? he I mean, he, he's, a, well, math-wise, he's a PhD. So, I mean, and he's really learned gambling quickly. Mm-hmm. I mean, wait, though, I've said this before. That George dude is eager. You can, I mean, he's the head of all of their research and development. So you got to give him a lot of credit. He doesn't come off as a brilliant person, but he comes off way smart. Mm-hmm. And he comes off like he knows math, which he does, right? Um, one high, one neutral. One high, one small one. Make, oh. make sure we got it. Oh, oh he, he thinks wrong. that Dak's wrong. But anyway, wrong. if we can get back to the show here real quick. Let's do yeah, it. we're only through 13 of 32. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Let's so, go. But, but the, the last, the, I was going to finish my point on eager and those guys him you can kind of one he only started batting like four years ago so he's learned he almost came at it with newbie eyes as an adult which is interesting because i think it helped him avoid some bad habits right if you start it's almost like he learned five years in the first year mm-hmm. and five years because when you know back in the day it was harder there wasn't as much scholarship on you know so he, i think he avoided a lot of bad habits um that people usually had to work themselves through, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, way, he does the same thing you've been doing. He'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm betting, uh, you know, golf today because, and it's like, why? well, what's your rationale? It's like, well, Spieth's one, you know, one, two in a row. It's like nothing, right? Mm-hmm. So they've been winning in football, so now they think they can win in everything. But they finally started saying, you know, we're not giving any more NBA picks. It's like they don't know anything mm-hmm. about it. So, not that I'm an expert in the NBA, but I would own their houses if we went heads up. Mm-hmm. Now, in Cincinnati, so I would flip them, I think I'd say, but I wouldn't live there. I would never live in Cincinnati for anything. Cincinnati's like the best city Except in Ohio. If I, if I did, I'd, well, you're high as a kite. We're Columbus t- is so much better than Cincinnati. No. Jo- Columbus Cincinnati's has a good old- zoo and it's a cow town. It's got a good university. <laughs> yeah, you think? And they got Dublin's got good golf courses. First off, when's the last time you've been to Columbus? And they got the German. When is the last time you've been to Columbus? 1992. 1992. Yeah, so it's been 20 or 30 years. All right, they got that German village. That's cool. From 30 years ago. They got that continent area. That's cool. The golf's good. Fez Fez is the arbiter of cool now. That's that's fascinating. (laughs) Am I wrong? I mean, I haven't been back for like seven, eight years. I can't even speak to it. And I went to college there. But, but, this, but the places are, I'm talking about, you're right. I've heard of all of them. Oh, you've been to all. All right. So, but I don't like Cincinnati. Actually, that would be my third. It's it's like on the border of Kentucky. Think about that for a second. That is correct. <laughs> I mean, you it's know. like a northern city in the south. You do your wash. No, no, no. It's like a southern city 
in, in the, the north. Midwest. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. 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 They're true. not a northern city. I don't think of like New York and Cincinnati. But Kentucky's way south. And yeah. so is Cincinnati. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I like them because they come at uh, – well, the thing is the, the co-host, George, I think it's Shahari or something, is uh, he's a younger guy. I mean, I don't know, like 30, I think, 32, I don't know. But he's like a metrosexual. So it's like he's, he's always talking about like $500 like colognes. And, and I kind of like it that he's doing his thing. Like that's him, right? But he's got this millennial haughtiness. And it's like, it's so undeserved because I mean, from what I can hear, George is, is you know, driving this mm-hmm. stuff. And I'm not saying that, that I'm sorry, I'm sorry, uh, Eager is driving Eager, this stuff. Eager. And I'm not saying George is a, is a smart guy. I'm not saying he isn't learning fast because I don't think he really bet much. But do you ever listen to the show? The, the PFF forecast, they um, But he, let's just say this. I would doubt very much that they're not killing it in five years. Meaning I think they're going to be killing it Ooh. in five years because they're just too smart. And PFF is doing too many good things. That, that, and they're on the inside of it, man. I mean, I mean, Eager's driving it from far as I can tell from the titles or the talk, you know. Uh, and again, he's not bragging about it. He's just, you know, stating facts, it seems like. So, uh, yeah, um, personally, on, amongst their shows, I, do you listen to any of their shows? PFF, no. Yeah. I think the uh, the main NFL show is really good. Um, Who's on that one? I always forget their names. It's uh, Steve Patasolo or something's one of them. He used to be a minor league baseball pitcher. He's like a he's like 6'8 or something. Suppose. Okay. And then the other dude's got like Irish or something. I always make or Scottish, I don't know. Sam Monson. Yeah, it's Sam's his name. Monson. Monson. Um, I used to love Sam. Sam's a little sour. Sam's like the type that he's always got. He's, and it's funny because I know that people might say, like, I talk a lot, but when someone's talking, unless we're debating, which I'm aggressive, I want to hear their point. Sam will talk like crazy. And then if Steve starts talking, like, he starts going, like, he's bored. <laughs> like, and it's like a sentence in. Mm. <laughs> and it's like, it was kind of funny at the beginning. And I thought Sam was much better at the beginning but as I've, than, than uh, Steve. But as I've listened to it, I think Steve's better than he seems. Hmm. It's kind of fun. To li- I've listened to that about two years now. So you get a flow. Mm-hmm. So I, I would recommend both of those shows. And I would recommend, lastly, the Kevin Cole show. If you're a math guy, the Kevin Cole show is the best one. Now, Mackenzie, you listen to that a good bit, don't you? Yeah, unexpected points. Yeah, and and he's I think he's this again. I'm not I don't know what the PhD level, but uh, he's a sharp guy. He's the most analytical in the moment. Mm-hmm. Meaning he's very rare. I would say of all the last thing I'll say is of all the people I listen to, he and I probably would attack an argument the same by mm. far the most. It's almost never that I think he's doing it wrong. I might disagree with him, but I'm like, that's a good argument. You know, almost like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. M- most people, even in media, half the time, I think they're so far off. Like, they're, like I could destroy their argument in 30 seconds. <laughs> and it's like not, hardly ever. Mm. And it's funny with Cole is he is very liberal, it seems. Like, like way liberal. And... And it's like when he talked about Deshaun Watson, 
it was like he was so like you know it was like very draconian and again i i think there was a lot of sides to that story i think innocent to proven guilty means something yeah you know, is one side and i think women being systemically assaulted is a bad bad thing so how do we balance that stuff is the question um the league apparently is going to balance it and maybe we'll segue there because they're not on the list cleveland i was just saying last week i thought maybe they don't do it till next year Word is it's coming down soon. What's, your, what's the market saying, Fez? You got any sense of it? Yeah, the market is saying there's a real good chance that he is going to be suspended for the first four games. And the reason being, I looked, I don't have them in front of me, but the games of the year's lines clearly don't look like Watson's going to be quarterbacking. You know, that, mm-hmm. that, that they're um, extremely so light. They're putting lines out. You got to give them credit, man. It, de- it depends on bookie, book to book. But whoever did, you got to give William them credit. William put them up. They did for four, for all the weeks. Yes, for all I the Cleveland games. Oh, you got to give them tremendous credit. Yes. Um. So the lines are saying that he looks like a backup, Jacoby Brissett. But what uh, Sharp Analysis was making the point that the schedule was so easy for Cleveland the first four games. Right. So specifically, Cleveland gets to play at Carolina, Jets, Steelers. At Atlanta. And Pittsburgh's like, what is you got Pittsburgh in your rank? Like 23rd, you said or something? Yeah, Pittsburgh is 23rd. Excellent. If Baker Mayfield's still a member of the Browns. I don't think that's possible. I think they'll cut him. Oh, okay. I mean, what they're saying is yeah. that he can't be in that locker room. So you got DK has a line on that week one game. Browns, Panthers. What is it? Can we guess? Come on. Come all on. right. Let's, so, play this, let's play this out here. All right, all right. So, Fez, you probably know it. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't. Well, uh, but don't let me guess if you know it. All I right, don't, so I don't know. It's it's uh, give the home team, Panthers. All right, okay. So if if Deshaun were playing, Browns minus I, six. You know, I don't think that's a bad number. So if they assume he's not, and Jacoby's a, above average backup, so let's call it six points. So if there was a zero percent chance of Watson playing, I'd say it's pick him. So I'm going to assume there's some. I'm going to say Cleveland one and a half. I'll say Cleveland three. I'll say Cleveland three. Cleveland minus four. <sighs> okay, so they're saying they're saying there's uh, it's less than fifty fifty. It's not. Do you agree with my that six if it was uh, if he was playing for sure? Yeah. Okay, so they're saying there's a better than fifty percent chance he plays. Yes. Okay. I don't. Uh, from, so, but you're saying otherwise. Maybe. The, I mean, the market isn't always going to be this sharp. You know, especially on these games of the year necessarily. You, you, are, are you saying Deshaun is six better than Brissett? Yeah. Okay. Does that sound right to you? That sounds right. Although I, I guess I keep thinking Deshaun hasn't played in so long. Maybe that's part of it. But he won't be hurt. To, I mean, if he's able to play game one, he'll have his preseason. Yeah. Uh, and it's a new system. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And, you, and integration. Yeah, you're making a good point mm-hmm. that that I think he's better as fourth. I mean, I think his learning curve is fast, but there's probably a learning curve, which actually then let's think about this. So that means that this line's even more extreme that he's going to play because he's not as good as he seems. Yes. It seems like Carolina, I don't want to bet Sam Darnold, but <laughs> mm-hmm. Carolina seems like the side there, right? At four. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what the line is. Yes. I mean, we could well, we That's why I made it three. That's why I made it three. Don't let me bet what it should be, though. All right, moving on. We Does got Matt Corral take that snap in that game? These are the <laughs> average teams. There's one, two, three, four, five of them. And there's one team worse than these that I think is probably better than all of them. So I'm going to do six teams in a bundle. Raiders, Titans, 
Dolphins, much worse than the Philly. Philadelphia. Um, Minnesota, New England, and now last on that list, the Cardinals. Raiders, Tennessee, Miami, Minnesota, New England, Cardinals. Who here thinks the Cardinals are the worst of those teams? I think the Cardinals are clearly better than Miami. I'm not sure the Cardinals aren't better in Philadelphia. I think the Cardinals, I think the Cardinals are, are better than Minnesota and New England. Better than Minnesota. New England? Better. Yeah. Yeah. I don't not without so. Hopkins. Well, for what is it, six games? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Mm. The Raiders, I'm certain they're not better than the Cardinals. I'm certain. I, what, what's gotten everyone excited about the Raiders? All those close. You want, talk about a, you want to talk about a Bengals uh, type situation? It's it's a sexy name. It's a, it's a it's and it's a team that always gets outscored and yet keeps having good win. They got a whole records. different coaching staff now, though. So I mean, it's, and like, it's not like that... Josh McDaniels. I mean, look, yeah. he, he did take Tim Tebow to the playoffs, but it's not like he was that. He's not like he was a successful head coach. You're right, but they said this whole 10 years he's been, like, yeah. thinking about it, taking notes, Belichick's been met. You know, so I, he might start slow. But he's the type that will tear it down mm-hmm. to get the foundation he wants. I don't know. I, I have the Raiders 20th, so I'm with the RJ. I've okay. got them below average. So the car, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, Arizona's interesting because we know historically Cliff Kingsbury teams are going to be bad at the end of the season and they're missing their best offensive player at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. So they'll be good week seven, and then yeah. they'll suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a very good point, AJ. But will they be good enough to survive without Hopkins just because they are typically good at the beginning of the year? Now, listen, I know no one here is an expert at compensatory picks, but I heard analysis on this uh, trade for Hollywood Brown that I thought is so different than what anyone else has said. Now, McKenzie has really championed a, a new draft uh, points generator that we worked on together, but he did most of the good work on it. And we can use this to see if I'm right. But the point they made was this. They traded a one and got a three back. All right? So now you got a three versus a one, and you got the player. All right? Now, the player isn't the guy that gets a contract right away. Right? In theory, they could keep him... I think, is it two years? Yeah, he's a first-round pick, so they, could, they have one more year and an option on him. Then, in theory, you could franchise him, right? Okay, let's say they just keep him the two years. They say that if they, he, run, he leaves, they get a third, certainly a third-round compensatory. Okay. They said the two threes are more valuable than the one that they traded, if you take the average of what that second... Just th- by the points, yeah. adding the two numbers? Yeah. So... Let's think about this. You're going to get him at a bargain discount because he, he, you know, his contract is fourth year or his fourth year is really good, right? It's a rookie contract. And then the fifth year option is not all that bad. So you get him for free is what you're saying. And effectively you traded nothing for him. Yeah. But everyone else is saying, I'm saying this was a serious person. I don't think I've ever heard of him, but I read it and it was like so thought so, Mackenzie, what, we got the system in there for compensatory. So let's assume it's in the middle of the compensatory round, right? Or compensatory sub-round. Right, okay. And, and we knew what one they traded, right? So whatever this year's was. Number we knew, 23, right? We know which one they got back. So the only one we got to estimate is that middle of the compensatory third round. And what's the points tell us? And take your time with that. Right. But does that make sense to everyone? It does. 
So what are we missing? Because every like, so it doesn't make any sense at all. Like smart people are saying like this was the worst trade they ever saw. Hmm. To me, what was fascinating, similar, not exactly, was the Steelers with Fitzpatrick, because that was a crazy trade they made yeah. when Big Ben got hurt and they traded the first round pick at, the first time like ever. because they could have gone three and thirteen. Yeah, right? which is again we tell the story a lot is why I bet the, them against the 49ers because I was like they must be optimistic about this uh, mm-hmm. guy named Mason Rudolph. That was the innocent days. <laughs> All right, so now I guess. Fitzpatrick, the thing that was fascinating about him was he was just at the beginning of his second season. So he had his second, third, and fourth cheap. It was like a, it was like a draft choice. They mm-hmm. would trade, and they just had one last year. And, man, once he, he proved how good he was, I liked that. Most teams don't do that, trade a good player after one year. But remember, Miami was getting rid of everything. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. What does it say, McKenzie? Um, just, I need a second to estimate the third round. All right. All right, so let's talk about a few more teams. Does anyone else have thoughts on the – so Raiders – what do we think of Tennessee? I think it's a disaster. I think they're actually going to be really – Vrabel's their only hope. Uh, over under week six we see Malik Willis. Oh, I'm hearing they say it's not even an option this year. Like he's a uh, – as Lombardi says, he's a year away from being a year away. I mean, the whole league, mm-hmm. I tell you this – but if you think it's going to be a disaster this? this year. How about this? I'll give you the eight weeks. You've been froggy with your bets. Come, yeah. come at daddy now. Eight weeks. Eight, you just said six. Year. You got oh, 300 in, in your pocket right yeah. there. Dude, you were pressing that button like a madman. Because <laughs> yeah. I knew the answer yeah, already. Yeah. Listen, this will help your brand. Being Going against me, they'll be thinking he's got balls. Oh, yeah? If yeah. I say Malik Willis sees action. Or is it action or a start? Start. He starts yeah, in the first again. eight weeks. Or, or, or and does I'll, injury I'll not give, count? I'll actually give you. Here's what I'll trade you for. Okay. Injury? No, no. Actually, I'll give you injury because oh. he's not going to be. He's not going to be the second quarterback. I don't think. But if let's think about this a second. Pull up the Titans schedule. It doesn't matter the schedule. Um. What do I want to do here? Because he, I'll just think out loud. I don't think he has a chance at it. So in a weird way, I don't care about these details, but I, I, I'm disciplined. I always care about the details of this kind of thing, not everything. But um, so I'm thinking it has to be a replacement to matter, right? I mean, they're choosing because I was going to give you even non-starts if they say, no, you're out, you're mm-hmm, in. Mm-hmm. I would give you that, but I don't think I can give you injury. So that'd be fair. I'll give you that if they replace him, you still get it, even if it's not the middle of the, even if it's not the start, right? In the third so quarter. Saying, yeah, if, if he comes in in the second half. If so, it's yeah. a relief work, uh-huh. but, but not mop-up duty. You know, it's not be, winning. If they're losing, what yeah, they're losing. If he's benched for lack of effectiveness. Yeah, we yeah. know what that is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll give I'll give you that, uh-huh. but we no bad if there's an injury. So that, that's a pretty good trade on your part. And week eight counts. Week eight's yours. Week eight's mine. So I gave you two extra weeks. I mean, Fez, look at this. Yeah. The fact he's it's kind of an embarrassment. And, he you're, give, and you're and you're giving him the like the mop, not the mop, not up, the mop but, up, but but, no, but come the, in for the, the, the mid-game replacements. Mid-game replacements. I have a, I have a little information. I just want well, to. Well, hold on. Let, let's let him make the finish the bat. The relief appearance that yeah. we see Malik you Willis. Press the button or what? All right, we'll see Malik Willis get playing time. We know the be the starter, not the starter. Get playing time. Now this is three hundred. Just like the three, you want to put that in escrow? So Vrabel had a quote. I want to ask. Can we have a safe? Can put it in here? This is an interesting quote. He said, he said, oh, I've, I, I, 
I've watched our three quarterbacks interact together. I'm very pleased with the teamwork that they're all showing working together to make our team as good as they can be. <clears throat> so what does that mean? Well, it's by contrast, remember, where, where Ten, Ten, Ten Hills gonna, said, I'm not going to mentor uh, anybody. Mentor yeah. Did you have something, AJ? Oh, I thought I heard you sign. You were Breaking acting like news, Sam Martin. The Titans trade Ryan Tannehill to I, <laughs> I think the likelihood that a guy with a $38.6 million cap hit gets benched on a team that is expected to make the playoffs is very well, low. What I'm confused by is how he, when I open the door that you guys aren't dying. Like, first off, if I bet someone, to, everyone not diving in behind me seems crazy. But in a way, maybe we got to bet. Maybe. Oh! <laughs> But I don't follow. I don't agree with this. I, I, I'm no. having your bet with you. No, that that that. No, we got to explain. He doesn't that know the rules. Yeah. So the rule is, we hate bullshit. Now AJ hated this at the beginning. Oh, uh-huh. he, I thought he was gonna fight me, or he was gonna well, hurt be careful. Me. We know who would yeah. win. Yeah. Wow. But not today. I'd be threatening his kids on when he had me in the headlock. <laughs> Just though, give him so. a cheap shot on the leg. No, no, we'll I wouldn't down. try that. But <laughs> but the. The way the way we like it is, if you're gonna say it, you better be willing to bat it. Otherwise, shut the f up. Right. So, if you say something and someone, well, I did off, bet it with you. I know. Now listen, yeah. let me finish the point. Is once so the theory is you back up your words with money. You did okay. At the point that you make a bet, you're saying, I'm committed to this. I like this. I welcome the action. Now, if you tell us, mm-hmm. and again, I know you're not. Listen, I'm not. I'm not betting 100,000, you know. I know you you are very forthcoming about being a recreational batter. Mm-hmm. Cuz but you take it seriously. That's the Absolutely. thing I love. So if 300 uh, if you're uncomfortable with multiple bets of 3, we can make your like we did this with Brad Powers. I can't remember what was his unit. His unit maybe was two, I'll spread my 3 around 3 people if you want. No, no, I got uh, 3. You got 3. We're in. All right. We're in. But you know something? I, that bet's agreed on. Well, let me ask you this. In a normal week-to-week, yeah. if you had two or three opinions, how much are you comfortable batting on? In one week? Yeah. 500? All right. So you, you so let's say. Dep- you, uh, it depends. Like maybe all right. More. So why don't we just cut it in half? Say your units are 150. Sure. But now that still makes it where everyone, if you open yourself up. We should go one or 200. 150 is too complicated. What do you mean? I don't like that. You were that crazy. Like, they won't bet 5,000 because the accounting is too fucking hard. (laughs) The season wins. It ties everything up. It's like, it's like the crackman. And I always go back and forth every time the year ends. Because I don't want Scott's a visitor. What these bets and limits are. Yeah. Scott's a visitor at this point. So we'll go 100 on your units, but everyone gets a power. But somehow now you got to get back fast. So now I'm in with. So so I, I already agreed to being with 300 with you. If you wanted to that, now, oh, no, then, spread yes. that, like no, no, one bet. That's what I'm saying. I'm already in for the 300 with you. All right, all right, okay. But I, I didn't know that look everybody. How, look can, how smart! Look how smart everyone can pile. I got to give you an idea. I, I, he just impressed me with his intellect because his eyes just went down to the 300 sitting in front of him, mm. and he's thinking, "Well, wait, RJ well, might have the best of it here, but I'm free rolling. I'm either breaking even or yeah. winning 600. If we knock you down to 100, and you got to give Fez 200 back." That's worse. <laughs> but he says, but it's just the one bat. I think he's got to take at least 300 more. He can't free roll like that. Now, I've been protecting you here. I think everyone else gets 100 if they want it. So it's 3 one, one, one. That's only fair on this one bat. And so then, six, 600 then, to win 600. Yes. Deal. You want it? Hey, I deal. want it. I'm in. Hey. Mackenzie? I'm in. If you don't want it, I'll take another 100. You can have the 100. You can have the 100. You don't like that bat? This is somehow with Trey Land. Now, injury r- doesn't count, which is now we've it, gone yeah, over right, it, right. Grandma. What happened? What, what happens if the rookie like breaks his leg? 
that we still win. Injury doesn't count. Injury so does, it, it's got to be. No, no, injury doesn't count for Tannehill. Oh, my God. Then I got to be rooting again. Yeah, but, but he's got to be hurt. Though. Yeah, well, well, hold on a second, though. Hold on a second. If he gets hurt the eighth game and hasn't in practice and he hasn't played, it's not like, oh, the bet's No, off. no, if he gets hurt. He's not going to hurt. He's, yeah, okay. he's not going to get hurt. Well, he's going to be Then why'd you bring it up? Because it hurts our bet. If he. I, it doesn't hurt our bet if we never said it. Okay. <laughs> you brought up something that was. Or he just said injury nulls and voids the bet, and we're going to win the Except bet. Except he would have never. He would have been paying me. You think that somehow he wouldn't have played the first eight games, and he wasn't going to pay? If if yeah. If, if, no, if no, 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 no. His mic would go off. Okay. I don't. I think you forget. There you go. <laughs> All right. So, so, by the way, they play the Chiefs that eighth game. Chiefs are going to be up by. 27 in the second half. Malik Willis comes into the game. But that's mob. <laughs> that's mob duty. Ma- we talked oh, okay. about it. Right, it's yeah. got to be yeah, where they're trying to win the game with Malik Willis. The Chiefs have such a difficult schedule. They're going to be I, like, enough. But I thought, oh, no, no, but I thought, I thought you know, mob up duty is when they're winning. If they're losing and they replace him because Tannehill is ineffective, yeah, then but that counts. But, but, but here's the thing. If the game is competitive, yes. If they're down by 40 and, they're, and they don't want him in because he's going to get hurt. I mean, they, quarter, if, the, here's if the they're thing. down by 14 here, in the second half and he comes in, they're down, right. that, that's still a competitive here's game, the, right? Here's the beauty of it, and this is simple. Yeah. Is in the play-by-play the NFL puts out, uh-huh. they have a win percentage on every snap. Okay. All right. We'll say 90. It's got to be a 5% or better chance of winning. And you that, get yes, it. that's fair. All right? And if it's last, when the changes, that's fair. Yeah. All right, that's fair. All right, I, I try to be. Fa- I try to rifle through these. Tennessee guys. is a fascinating team, and that we we all agree they're not very good, but their division's a joke. So they're going to play hard because. But we expect the Colts to be good as well. So. We always do, yeah. don't we? Yeah. <laughs> they're always pretty good. And Jaguars yeah. should improve. I think we, gotta, uh, we, we can't mix up the playoffs in the regular season. Colts yes. have been good in the regular mm-hmm. season. Yes. Um. And Jack should be better in theory. I mean, they got good people down there. I mean, coaching staff wise. Yes. All right. Okay. Boy, AJ's getting smart. He's he's trailing me every chance he gets. Smart. I should get a percentage on that, don't you think? <laughs> All right. Now we're moving on to the lesser teams, but I think these two are fascinating. Washington is slightly ahead of New Orleans. I, I don't think Washington is even in the same conversation as the Saints. I I, I completely agree. I Saints think are much com- much. Much higher, yeah. Than commanders Washington. or whatever. I, I don't think they're good. This is the point of demarcation in the NFL. The Saints are an average team, mm-hmm. maybe just a smidge I better think, than average. Yeah, I, was, I think they're sneakily, now, and Washington is a below average. average team. So just to reset, the way we're doing this is uh, Baldwin, uh, Ben, Ben Baldwin. Uh, I think it's Space Cowboy or something Cowboy on Twitter. Ben B Baldwin. On Twitter. No, no, it's not. His, his it? name says Computer Cowboy, but it's at Ben B. Baldwin. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. Okay. Let's keep moving. So, I mean, the Saints have had – I think the thing about the Saints, the only comment I'll make is their optimism. Every year they're supposed to run out of money, and they're signing Honey Badger. Right? They, they traded a horrible pick when it came to draft value, a horrible pick. They tra- – you know, the trade – just to get two first rounders, right? They gave up effectively like a first rounder to get a, a guy a year early. Cause why, why is this year the year? But they're definitely going for it. They've they obviously it believe, year. they obviously believe in Winston. You know, they're, they, they believe they, in anyone. It's they got three they, good wide receivers. Yeah, maybe bringing, this year, bringing Landry now to, to go along with uh, Olave and Thomas and Kamara and, 
you got to wonder if Andrew was any good. Why? I mean, the Browns knew him bad. Doesn't have to be good. He could be a number three. Alave could be good. I think what te- what tells you the most is they traded for a second first round pick and used neither of them on a quarterback. Which uh, you know, if they'd used one on a quarterback, well, consi- yeah, considering the fact only one went back. in the first three, you know, no, no, no. no. <laughs> I I, I, t- I tell you this. So on week one, the Saints are playing Atlanta. And the Saints are the road team, but it's a division matchup. And you've been the you, you. I think you pioneered that home field just isn't worth very much in these division games. Well, no, but yeah, okay. Uh, New Orleans minus four is really cheap. There's no way. Well, it's very unlikely that line doesn't close six, in my opinion. So I, New Orleans minus four, real good bet. And in the games where game is at Atlanta. Okay. And what does your power rating say? Six. All right. Okay, let's keep. Uh, so I think we all agree. Washington, it's it's going to be about the quarterback, obviously, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I, I hear the Wentz thing was more pers- It was more like um, personality. Like they hated his personality in the locker room, and and the, he had problems in Philly. So now is this yeah. is his reputation going to precede him? That oh boy, I tell you, everyone here, I'm guessing, watched some of the the Pat Bev stuff on Get Up. Yeah, of course. It was interesting. One of the things that struck me was J.J. Redick, who's a very white, white guy. He was, when he was talking in the most casual moments with Pat Bev, you could hear him using terminology. I mean, like, it was very, like, if he didn't play in the NBA, you'd think, oh, he, that guy's trying to act like, you know, he's, he's down. Mm. And, and it struck me, like, how hard would it be? You know, I remember I was in the Orange Bowl. Uh, what's it been now? 2008, so a long Kansas? time ago. Yeah, and I, when I left town, my buddy got me on. There was shuttles going. He was a associate AD at the University of Kansas. The um, shuttles were going to the airport, right? Mm-hmm. And he got me on, you know, a, you know, a free shuttle with the team. And it was like just a, a van, and it was like three or four players. Now this is 14 years ago. And me, they didn't know who I was. And I, I mean, I wasn't a known person to know, and, but they didn't know I was friends with George or whatever. Okay. And they, so they were talking like I, I wasn't there. I, you know, they were all black kids. I, I really had trouble. It wasn't, I had trouble understanding their English. It was, I had trouble, like the, the rappers they were talking about, the people they were talking. And it was like, if you're not, this is the same thing they say about Brady, which is, you know, the NFL isn't as black as the NBA. Just if you look at the numbers, but it's like Tom Brady's like 45 and a white guy with a supermodel wife. Mm-hmm. Think of culturally how little does he have in common with the, the 22-year-old in the locker room? Because I felt like, and again, I, I Is that why his number one receiver every year is either Julian Edelman or Rob Gronkowski or Wes Walker? Well, Randy Moss is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. right? But I mean, but I think I think you could make the case that the short game, you know, the the possession receivers tend to be yes, more of the know. white ones. Um, it was interesting to think of JJ Redick in the NBA all those years. How did he balance wanting to be one of the gang, but also not want to act like he had the same, you know, because he doesn't seem like the type that would want to act like he's something he's not. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Did anyone else get that hit from it? It was it was very interesting. I actually read about today when like when I was thinking about JJ Reddick's culture, which is funny that you brought this up. Like I I was thinking, what kind of music did he listen to? Stuff like that. And I found a a story uh, about he said, I grew up around hip hop because basketball and hip hop are so intertwined in pop culture. But he's like he's a rock guy. But he does talk about when when hip hop because he was like, I was always the only white kid on my team. 
and there's certain hip hop that I'm into when th when this album comes out. So I, I, I think get it. Vanilla, Vanilla Ice, right? I don't think he's quite that, but I think he's he's multi he's very versatile with his uh, tastes. Is is he hipper than Mackenzie when it comes to the rap? Hey, have you finished your good list yet? Yeah, I got it. I got All it right. on Spotify. You didn't hear this story. This is great. No. So Mackenzie actually knows rap or hip hop. I mean, like he's he cares about it. He's, he makes it academic. I mean, obviously it's part of his culture. What is Bad Bunny? What 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 category does he fall into? Bad Bunny? Yeah. The only thing I know about uh, when I hear Bad Bunny, I'm thinking about the Vincent Gallo movie. So I don't even know what we're talking about. So it's the Snoop Dogg's friend. Oh, I don't follow Snoop. I, I had no idea who Bad Bunny was Bad until Bunny's he did like, the commercial. He's a Latin rapper. He, yeah. he doesn't rap in English. But he's huge, right? Huge. I had no idea who he was McKin until the, the commercial. AJ says he's playing the stadium, right? Yeah. Oh what? Oh, is he? I don't. Yeah. I don't. I listen. At least that's what the big neon, the big glow sign on the outside of the stadium says. Maybe they're doing a revival <laughs> of the Vincent Gallo movie. <laughs> that's exactly. <laughs> it's a drive. Drive. You pull in and they just show it on the screen. That was a movie Roger Ebert said was the worst movie ever at Cannes, um, and then Vincent Gallo wished. Cancer on Ebert, and he got cancer like a month later. Oh boy, <laughs> I found that funny. I mean, not funny, but you know, lost his whole jaw, right? Oh, that was tough. Um, okay, it, what that reminds me of is NYPD Blue. One time, a guy walks in with a hot blonde, and this was during the Christina Aguilera era, right? And he goes, "What's up, detective?" He goes, "Don't you think she looks like Christina Aguilera?" He looks and goes, I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> the deadpan way he said it was great. And I think I've reached that stage. I don't even know where to look. Like, if I could have a plate, maybe, listen, I never open up to questions. Like, I don't ever solicit advice. I should more. Here, I'm going to do it. All right? If there's a place I can catch up on the culture 20 minutes a week just to see their names, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I thought TMZ, but it's so much just, you know, stupidity i you know i want some place like that, that is going to be dude, like rolling stone was back in the day right it's not that anymore uh, daily mail i have no idea that's what no yeah. i'm saying i'm opening yeah. it up to our many many listeners if you got a place or even if it's two or three places or a couple twitter feeds how does a person who's not engaged with the current culture at least in music because i love movies i'm engaged with that how do you stay up at least enough to not be out of it. That's an interesting question. What do you think, AJ? It's funny you say that because you've talked about technology, and if you fall like one generation behind, you never catch up. Mm -hmm. You could argue it's the same way with music. Yeah, I, I was trying to figure out who the Kardashian mom was, and I think that's long past. <laughs> All right, commercial time. We're going to keep this one short, but we're going to give you the, the meat. There's, there's protein here. Now, here's the code, WIN20, W-I-N-2-0, WIN20, and what do you get? 20% off. Now, that's good till the 20th ooh, of June, hmm, which is where we estimate the last NBA game to be. So it's pretty much good through the NBA season. Now, you can use it once. Now, Fez, I would say this. If you're betting the NBA, there's just more game. I mean, every, as you move on, there's less and less games. So you will probably have, what, three more really big, big bets? Start playing more props. Right. Yeah. So if you're looking at Fez, sooner is better. I think McKenzie, how you been doing in the playoffs? Great. 
I think plus uh, 27 units just in the NBA playoffs. But on a one, two, three scale? Yeah. What kind of volume are you playing? I've made like uh, 60 picks in the NBA playoffs. How is that even possible? I'm 22 and 8, and I'm playing huge volume. And how many props are you doing? I'd say about uh, a third of a third props, third spread, third total. About about. All right. So the I, I haven't been playing that many props yet. So. Huh. Prop a night. And and, and you're hit like how many games since you started? Like way you know way back. I mean whatever six months ago. It's like over 300 now. I haven't looked and, at. And you're. Yeah, and you're at 50. 56. I, I, start, start. Dude, at some point you got. Let's just assume this. You need to have your record every day. Got it. I mean I'll that can't be complicated. Like you're getting a check every month. I mean last month what was your check like 1800 or something? It was a real number, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's like 1800. Jesus fucking Christ! You can't know your fucking record. Faz, you need to know it too. Your check was a little better, bigger than 1800. Yes. And plus, you guys have that new, I mean, is that system work? Yeah, it's great. Yep. So you can't, then what the hell? Have you gotten on it yet? Jesus. I need a, I went, I went to get on it, and the password didn't work. So, so then what would you do? We're going to fix it Thursday. It's like a couple weeks it takes yeah. to fix it. Dude. Well, the website went down. Yeah, that man, you should be trying to make it easier on yeah. everyone. Listen, all joking aside. I'll, I'll fix it but, Thursday. But, but listen, I just yep. want to say one thing. You've gotten in this spot where you're rolling because you've done a lot of things right. You've taken the time from the show and applied it. It feels like here that that's dropping off a little bit. Yeah, I agree. And why? Yeah. Because you're, it's like that, those checks will go down real fast. I know. I mean, I mean, I like it. And you like I mean, we both like yes. it. All right. Yes. I hope, I mean, that's, a, Absolutely. that's the best I can do here. Absolutely. So, all right. I'm on it. No, I know. I, just, I mean, I'm just saying I should be, I got to be able to tell you things without it being like I'm being too hard because I'm not right. being hard. All right. Three. Oh. Thank you. Three, two. All right. So did you get those records, McKenzie? Yeah. Since the NBA playoffs right, started. Sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't go three, two, one. So, and we're not, we're going to cut this. We're not acting like you didn't know the record. All right. Three, two, one. All right, listen, instead of playing Simon Says, give us your all your all time and give us your playoff run. In the playoffs, 36 and 21 in the NBA, plus 28 units. Mm -hmm. All time, I made 294 picks. I'm 56.1%. Got to be impressed by this. Damn strong. Fez, you, you know, I, like the one time you don't talk is when you have to compliment. <laughs> like, how impressive is that? No, NBA, NBA, McKenzie knows his stuff. Absolutely. But let's be honest. If I would have said he, he's going to do 300 picks and he's going to hit 55.5%. Well, that's incredible. I mean, you, the volume, because you, I am a low, believe me or not, I'm a very low volume at regular so season guy. So what odds would you have given him? You would have given him probably 12 to 1. Oh, that's a great question. If we assume 53 Four percent? No, no. We're assuming he's hitting fifty. Whatever he hit. Right. So his over under is fifty three percent. I'm just. I got to. I got to think the in thing truth. Through. You're saying. Yeah. Okay. So it's called fifty three and a half percent. So he's at fifty six and a half. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there's like a. If you told me, given he's over fifty three and a half, that's that's already fifty percent. Keep saying fifty three and a half. We keep hearing it. Go All ahead. right. Then I'm going to say fifty three and a half to fifty five is probably going to be another like twenty percent. And now it another ten percent. Hundreds 10%. of plays. Yeah, hundreds of plays. So uh, basically, I think I think I'd give him a. Eight to ten to one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, McKenzie, you should you deserve an applause there, buddy. I'm a much better handicapper today than I was when don't, I started. Don't over talk it though. <laughs> you you should have just said thank you. He, he, it Amen, like, brother. It sounded like he was gonna give a speech at the Oscars. I'd like to thank uh, <laughs> Will Smith for distracting from the night. <laughs> All right, so it is listen, McKenzie's an option here. 
I didn't want to say it, but I had to. Win 20. Maybe, you know something? If you pick up, if you have a winning week between now and then, so that's going to be counting Wednesday through Tuesday. No, I guess Tuesday. It will be this Wednesday through Monday. If you have a winning week, we'll do a McKenzie special. Thank you. I'm honored. All right. I'm going to try my best. I'm doing it for the customers. All right. You can do baseball with this, Feds. It's win 20. It doesn't say NBA win 20. It's win 20. So Greg Shaker, the dude's up 40 units already. And Shaker's been winning in baseball since Moses wore short pants, as they used to say. Um, Goodfellas up again. Griffin Warner, he's up again. All right. You also can get a month of any of this stuff. Fezzik. Somehow he's getting green here, it says. Fezzik. Now let's get this month, this 30 day straight. It's all access. Every pick, every sport. It's usually $250. It's $199, so it's already discounted. Or that's the coupon discount. It gets you to $199, so you're saving 50 bucks. And some of the pros are red hot. Fezzik up 60 units this year. Jeez. He knew that number. Shaker up 40. Good fella again up 20. And you get 30 days. 30 days all access. So any of the NFL, and I've given them out, season win picks, week right. one picks, you, you automatically get all that. You've got to ignore the USFL, though. <sighs> Let me ask you this. You must think you're positive EV if you're playing it. They're all scalpable. I could play them right back and, and lock them How's that profit. done for you so far? I haven't really Win 20 back. Yeah. and avoid Fez's USFL is my advice. How's this sound? If you get Fez, now this is, I've never made this offer before. This is at the very end, well, I guess it's not because we're recording this a little before, is, or after, and putting it before. But we're at the end of our night right now. It was a long one. But I just had a brilliant idea. It's going to take 30 seconds. For every pick, if you buy Fez's USFL, any way you get it, if you buy the all-access for a month, you get his year. Like you sell year, whatever. Email Tom at pregame.com. Find the best deal. Every USFL pick he gives, you can send me an email. Not actually an email. Oh, I'm gonna, hold on. And I'm going to give them an RJ pick instead, a credit for it at some point in the NFL season. In fact, the first week or two. So they're going to trade in your crappy USFL for my fucking NFL. How good is that for you There's right nothing now? Nothing crappy about my USFL other than the four and nine record. <laughs> How good is this for you? F right you, Slaughter and the New Orleans Breakers. F you. Now think, think about this. He is so egocentric. The fact that who who could possibly get attached to your package that would bring you more buys than the me. great one, RJ Bell. I, but, I love saying that. Great one, R.J. Bell. But me, you should get a drop like that. Yeah, me, me doing that. You couldn't even acknowledge it. You didn't repeat it. You were just crying about some other game you lost. You're mentally ill with I it. I don't like to lose. But you've got a lot of experience with it because even though you win net net, you lose a lot of games because we all everybody do. does. So why are you act like you don't like losing? Or that you hate it so because much. Because my, my... You hate it because your ego got involved. My acumen is being big, questioned. Well, I never thought you knew the USFL. Mm. But you listen, you had a good history on these. When you add up all the extracurricular leagues, whatever you want to call them, you have an amazing record, yes. right? What is it so far? 
Uh, I was. It's so it's win, you can do that silently. Win twenty. Win twenty. And AJ, what do you think? Well, you'd like that, wouldn't you? I think it's a good deal. It's a good offer. I mean, think about it. How many how many USFL picks are you gonna have? Probably about six. Six more. Yeah, there's five six weeks more left. Six more duds are coming. And if you think about it, six of my NFL picks, my picks got to be worth 100 a piece, easy. So it's like I'm giving $600 yeah. away. Huh. For you. And he didn't want to pay his bet. <laughs> he didn't want to pay his bet to you. He paid his bet to Scott just fine. I know. That's the weird thing about it. You have anything to say about it? Spring football record, 21-13-1. and one. And still Last you're, and, three and, spring football seasons. And still you're crying. Yeah. I mean... I just got one thing to say to that. We'll end the commercial. Win 20. You heard it all. Why didn't that play? I didn't tell you. Talking about the great one, R.J. Bell. There it is. That's perfect. That, there it is. Should have ended. Thank you. End the commercial. All right. Dude, that, as we move to the bad teams, we got the Giants or the Steelers, I guess. I, I, we won't, don't have to overtalk that. Giants. Lions. Now, Lions have been getting a lot of action. A lot of, a lot of like, this team is the bad team that's going to go nine and maybe make the playoffs. I mean, like, playoffs. Serious, serious people I know. I think they got four and a half that's to one, maybe. Probably win a game. They won three games last year. So you're not high on – I mean, this team covered the most of any team. Well, yeah, because they suck, and they're getting, like – and they don't suck quite as bad as, as, as expectations. So maybe we can make money. Sounds square. 26th. I got Detroit 26th. Any anyone more optimistic? I'm not more optimistic than Fez. Well, I am. So maybe we'll have to do a little bet there. What's the win total right now, Mackenzie? Can you get that? And by the way, did you get the info? Um, what were we looking for at last piece? The Marquise Brown. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What was the trade? So if we consider him leaving and what the points would be, and that's discounted for the year, it's about thirty percent of the number one overall draft pick they got just in draft capital. The number 23 pick is half the number one overall value. And they also got Marquise. Does anyone know what he's saying? I thought we wanted to, what are the, what's the numbers for the two third rounders versus the first rounder? Right? Yeah. Yeah. 500 points for the first rounder, 300 points for the two third rounder. Thank you. Okay. So now the question is, oh, is it two third rounders equals 300? All right. So it's 200 to make up. So how do we value Brown? I, the, the model doesn't pr- account for that. Yeah. Maybe. Sounds like a fourth rounder for two years. <laughs> no. So, so 200 points is, is what pick All right, to even it up. That'll be interesting, yeah. right? Now, the theory is, remember, they're not getting their third rounder. We should have probably discounted it some because they're not getting mm. the third round. But they're getting I, I him did, I did that discount time. it. I did oh, discount you did? it. Oh, you did? Okay. Two years, yeah. Mm. Oh, wow. Oh, well, well I guess if, if, if two third rounders are 300, then three th- third rounders are 450. So it'd be like back yeah, at the second each round. Each year that we discount mm. it. Um, you know, we'll do this for next week because I think I got to think through the way to do the analysis more. Well, let's just think for a second about it. Is you're trading those picks. The question is, whatever the difference in the picks are, huh? is what Brown's value was determined right. to be. And I think it's only fair you do the time value. So I think that's correct. We discounted it. So 200 points is worth what pick? The 85th pick. Okay, so they effectively are getting Brown for the 85th pick. Mm. That sounds like a good that's trade That's a good to me. trade. Isn't it? It's got to be. Yeah. But has, Scott, you've seen the same thing. It's been like negative, negative, negative on that. I don't think I've heard one, only one positive comment on it. Is he a one-trick pony? Is that why? But 
he, he's better than the 85th pick. Agreed, of course. So yes. that means it was a good trade, but everyone yeah. thinks that it was a bad one. Because people aren't thinking of it in, in terms of that. But I mean, some smart people. Yeah. I mean, like everyone, like, you know, have, have you heard anyone talk positively about no. it? All right. So um, Chicago. I'm much lower on Chicago than this model. Me too. Make your case. Uh, I, I think Chicago not doing anything to develop Justin Fields, not nothing to help him develop. They, their wide receiver room is still a, a disaster. Who's their playmaker? They hired a defensive coach you, instead of an offensive coach. I just think they've set Justin Fields up to fail, and if, if Justin Fields fails, the Bears fail, period. We are just talking about the Saints having well, three wide agree. receivers. Well, hold on, hold on. I don't agree with that. Okay. I think they fail this year, but yeah. maybe that's the plan. Oh. Maybe, maybe they, they it's not their guy. They looked at the tape. They didn't like him. Hey, if he can bowl us over, great. But otherwise, he's going to want to run through him like he's uh, blood on the tracks, baby. I, I agree with you. I'm When I said if they if he fails, they fail, I meant for this year. So I, I well, I'm say it then. Okay. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> is Moody the I number one? I was trying one? to do it real. Darnell Mooney, right? Oh, what? The number one wide receiver is Mooney. He's like nothing. He's not as good as Looney of blood Golden State. Of, blood on the exactly blood on the <laughs> tracks, baby. I like you've never said that before. Though. All right, so oh, yes, he has. Byron Pringle you, now, though. I'm gonna let everyone. Oh yeah, he have the one catch. Yeah. Where he played bet under one and a half. All right, we're going we're going speed round. I'm gonna name these teams, and everyone except me, because I've talked enough. Everyone gets one comment on one team, so it's gonna be either Carolina, the Jets, Seattle, Jacksonville, Atlanta. Houston, Fez. I think Atlanta's the worst team in the NFL. Okay. O-line, big problem? Across the board. And Mariota could get injured. You know, he always gets injured even with a good O-line. I think that if you early and often fade Atlanta across the board. AJ. I think the Panthers are worse than 25th or whatever they are here. I think the Panthers are one of the four worst teams in the league. Listen, they're going to force me to do it because I retired the drop. Oh, it's coming back. I mean, well, listen, I told him, I said, I, I have too much. I do have too much mercy. I think like when I, when someone's competitive with me, I can hate them pretty quick. If we're like competing for something that matters. But once I got them beat, I feel bad for them. And that's bad. You just got to kill. You got to put two in the brain. <laughs> and <laughs> that was, that was the Cone brother movie with the uh, hat. I can't remember. What was the name of that? He, he had the hat all the time, and the hat was the unlucky hat. You were, yeah. Oh, you're, yeah. Heats up. And, um, <laughs> and there was a crazy guy that would go, oh, I always tell my boys, put two in the brain. <laughs> it was like a mob thing. But they're making me do it. So I'm going to start right here and try to stop them. My name is Casper. <laughs> all right. I am so upset that the NFL. Guys, you had your sentence. Go ahead. I'll give you I want to bet I, both these teams under Carolina and Atlanta, and they both get to play Cleveland in September, and I want Watson. Mm. Yeah, who cares about justice? I just want to make money. Jacoby Brissett's uh, better than Sam Darnold. I think I agree with that. My sentence is the Jets will steal wins from people this year. So you're They're, on the Jets bandwagon. Yes, I am on Ugh. the Jets bandwagon. Now we gave, absolutely. But let him talk. And yes, Fez did give out his best bet, Jets over five and a half, which I am all on board with. And let me tell you something. The, the, they are. This is the deepest wide receiving core they've ever had. So Wilson has to take a step up this year. What about Richard Todd? Yeah, oh, come on. 
they, he has to take a step up this year with the weapons that he has offensively. They have a two-headed running back now. They have a, a good tight end in Uzama, who they got from the Bengals, and the wide receivers. Carl Lawson's back healthy from all indications. He's going to be ready for the start of training camp. So that's- Le'Veon Bell. Uh, now you're mixing the, years up. The here. linebacker from the yeah. Ravens. And, and, and Did he ever play it down? CJ Mosley. He Did got he, hurt last year. He got hurt before the he's season. He's never played it down for well, him. Now you have Lawson and Mosley coming back from injury. I think they played low. He played half the Buffalo game. With Sauce Gardner. This is a Jets team that is going to be sneaky. They will steal wins when you least expect Got it. four new starters in the Where draft. will they finish in the division? Well, that's not the bad. The bad. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm just asking. Like, uh, I mean, they'll probably finish fourth, maybe compete for third. What's the over under win? What's the over under win total? Six. You like over six? Yes. I tell you, I like under. I think I, I know everyone. I mean, he's on the sharp side. I think here. I just think Wilson. Here's the question: When has someone been as bad as Wilson, and ever wasn't bad? Like we talked about, first year you can be kind of bad. Wasn't Elway really bad? Jesus, he wasn't that bad. We looked this up. Zach Wilson had yeah. like one of the worst seasons DK in football still has history. Five and a half, but it's minus one sixty-five. I I just don't know. It's got to move to six. I I just don't wasn't, know. Wasn't Aikman bad? No, Aikman wasn't that. Are you trying to be funny? I think Aikman was bad his first year. Peyton wasn't good. What? He wasn't. First of all, the pay- awful. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we're gonna have to wrap this up. All right, does that? Oh, Mackenzie gets one. Go ahead, Mackenzie. I want to fade. DK Metcalf. Now this number isn't out, but last year was 1250, and he had that memorable Cardinals Monday Night Football play. I thought that was way too high. 300 yards under he went last year. I bet they're going to put it up similarly. Now they don't have a quarterback. I think that's going to be a bet I'll be making. I mean, he talked longer than everyone else combined. Let me ask: Do we wait and make sure they don't have a quarterback? Make sure they don't get Baker. Who the Jets? No. They, first of all, I'm not saying he's bet- talking about the Seahawks. Oh. Yeah. He said DK Metcalf. Oh, I wasn't even listening. I just heard him go on and on and on. Did you hear how long that went? I did. By the way, that's my pet peeve, too, with all these fantasy football geeks. They, they go on podcasts, and they just assume everyone knows who, who, who the Jets' backup running back oh, is. He actually had good analysis. It's just, But always say the team and then the player. Yeah, I agree. But that's what happens when you, when you cry wolf, when you hog and mic time when you're not supposed to. Then people just think, oh, he's going on and on. Instead of thinking, oh, he's blessing us with more. All right. Did you notice? I got to be honest. My dad was the kind of throw you against the wall. And, you know, it was a different era. And um, when he would walk in the room, you'd get scared. Like, you know, you would. It'd be like, is he going to get mad? Is he drunk? You know, who knows? And it was probably one or the other. And we wouldn't say something that we would normally say. Like, we'd wait, and then the conversation would resume when he left. I think McKenzie's got me feeling that way. I didn't even talk about the 49ers. I, was af- I somehow mentally skipped them. He's got me afraid to bring up the 49ers, or he's going to give me, like, trigger me, like, from an abusive family situation. Huh. But somehow he's the abuser. I've got to be the abuser. What do you think, AJ? No one has to be an abuser here. It sounds like I do because when I quit abusing him is when he started abusing me. Could be. I don't be. think he wants. Do you realize how many levels I got above the level I showed him? Oh, tell me none. Oh, come on. You're joking. <laughs> I haven't even gotten half that. You haven't scratched the surface? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, you better ponder that, bud. Okay. I've been waiting for it. I've been anticipating it. 
Fez on one corner. This is, again, the virgin crossfire for Scotty. And we got AJ Hoffman. Let's let AJ start. Whose side do you got? And here's the debate. The average USFL team. Now, who is that team in our minds? Philadelphia Stars. The Philadelphia Stars versus the team du jour in college football, which is Georgia. Who would win? Now, do we worry about hash marks and the and and, and all that stuff, or we just say it doesn't no. matter? No. All right, go ahead, AJ. The the simple fact of it is that Georgia puts double digit players in the NFL every single year now, just like Alabama. These are elite elite football players and they're playing against a team full of guys who aren't good enough to make an NFL roster, not good enough to make an NFL practice squad. These are the guys who the are NFL sure said about the practice squad because the I don't think they the practice squad even holds in her year. Right. I don't recognize these guys. These guys, okay. but I, maybe I wouldn't because if, if they, they were, were on the NFL practice squad, these are guys in the, the NFL. USFL. I don't even think they have an off season practice squad though. We have to look. These are all guys the NFL has looked at and said, no thanks. But you said, I'm just trying to say actual correct things. You said practice squad. I'm not sure that's true, but go ahead. Uh, And maybe there are a few, like the best of the best. Like when PJ Walker came from the XFL and went to the Carolina Panthers as a backup, maybe the best guys will be able to make the bottom of an NFL roster. But Georgia's got guys who are going to be impact players in the NFL year in and year out. And that's the point. 15 players last year or this year drafted from Georgia into the NFL, at least 10 of them will have significant playing time this year in the NFL? Oh, I don't know about that. But but let's say within a couple years for sure. Okay. And then last year, what was it, nine? The year before that, it was seven or eight. Like, it's it, these players are playing in the NFL, not just on rosters and not playing, as opposed to every single player in the USFL is currently not on an NFL roster. Mackenzie, why don't you read that? Because it would seem like I'm spiking. The practice squad is only in effect during the regular season and postseason. Sometimes you just got to say, hmm, maybe that's not true. AJ, I'm actually going to maybe back Fez here. Why don't we give Fez his crack, and then we'll let Scott be the first rebuttal. So it's true that USFL is is going to be void of superstars because anyone who's really good would be in the NFL. Mm -hmm. But the depth of the teams, Mm -hmm. when you think about it, on the line, defensive line, O-line, you've got a situation where all these players were just barely not good enough. Just barely not good enough yeah. to play on an NFL team. So let's say that if we were thinking about this, let's think about the number. Uh, where's my calculator? Someone calculates for me. Thirty-two times. What is it? Fifty-five or so is the is the roster? So eighteen hundred. All right. So eighteen hundred. These are like players number, you know, 1801 through whatever is what you're saying. Exactly. Okay, I agree. So the the high end of Georgia's better. The low end of the USFL is better. Yeah, correct, especially in the trenches. In that, and yeah. And and the line play is always undervalued. Now my last my rebuttal would be that in a sport where physical attributes are coveted, if these linemen and skill players were showing measurables and yeah, things off one, the charts one level below. They would be It's the G signed. League. It's the G League. I'm, I'm saying this you, isn't it, the G League. The G League I is for guys who still League. have potential, yeah. like who are on the way up. 
The, well, I mean, what do we call the European League back in the day? Similar to NFL this? Europe. NFL, yeah. 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 yeah okay. It, yeah. That's probably similar. All right. Well, there's been numerous. A lot of guys came from there and went to the NFL and did well. Kurt Warner. Yeah, we met, well, he came from the arena. So he also played, he played in that arena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. what I'm saying is that was even from the depths even mm-hmm. lower. So let's accept that it's going to be a rare thing, but I bet there's... But I think if you line up last year's Georgia team fully healthy against... Oh, yeah, but, but the any Georgia, team in the in the USFL Georgia wins. The Georgia... I, I, I can oh, agree with that. My, let me make my point. Yeah. And maybe this is going to be on your side. Maybe it's not. This is my only point is the way to measure this is how much better the superstar or the drafted players are. And let's remember now, if you get drafted in the fourth round, you're, I think you're less than 50-50 to make the team. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the first three rounds, I'll give you fourth round and on, they're not all making the team. But, okay, the, the, some of these Georgia guys are going to be the USFL next year if it's still going on. They got drafted. Yes. But, but let's look at the top seven, eight, nine, because Georgia had a lot of them. How much better are they than their counterparts in the USFL? That's a distance. But now, how about the Georgia players that didn't sniff getting drafted? Maybe because they're younger. I mean, they wouldn't have been anyway if they were eligible as sophomores. Now, how much better are the players on the USFL than them? And to me, that did both those distances feel big. Exactly. So, so think well, exactly. You didn't make that argument. Right. Well, think think about like like a conference like the Pac-12, all right? They only had like four guys drafted in the first round, four guys in the second round. Okay, does it mean anything? So my my point is, is if you took all these guys off Georgia and they had to play against Oregon or against Utah, they get crushed without those nine guys. They get crushed, and those guys in the Pac-12 aren't any good. They're not all good. They're not going to make the NFL. I have no idea what you're saying. I'm saying that Georgia's an aberration. Why would Georgia have nine guys be off then? Georgia's an aberration. Georgia had the greatest line play of any team last year. But they were underdogs in in the championship game, right? Or they were what? They were Right, but we keep citing all these linemen from Georgia. Well, yeah, because that was the strength of the team. So you're saying last year's Alabama team was much worse than Georgia's? On the line, yes. Who cares? They weren't worse than Georgia. Last year's Alabama team was a lot better than this year's Alabama team. Yes. And they... Georgia was only a three-point favorite in the championship yep. game. And if that receiver didn't get hurt, who knows what happens in that game? And Most I people think about, fail Bama wins. Ohio State is is an example of where I, I disagree with what you're saying, RJ, because like Jackson Smith and Jigba, the, the wide receiver, who's probably going to be one of the top two or three wide receivers in the country this year, was hardly on the field last year because Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave were. So the, the guys who are in the wings at Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia. I'm not talking about the guys in the wings. I'm saying the guys – that every position doesn't have an NFL player, right? So there's a, you'd agree that even with the best teams, there's multiple positions without NFL talent. Yes. In the so they are going to be worse than their counterparts on the USFL team. So the question is, is the distance that the superior players on Georgia are better than USFL versus the, the scrubs of Georgia, the starting scrubs, how much worse they are than, than the USFL version. But the starting scrubs who aren't going to make the NFL, I mean, how, who's to say they're even below the guys in the USFL? Because those guys aren't making the NFL either. So you're saying the only players on Georgia are either draftees or the smidges closest to it, Every all 22. Come on. No one's that. So good. they're all going to be playing in the USFL and the yeah, XFL it. next year. Let me let me say something that will will make this argument end. Okay. These are the these are the quarterbacks. That, that I'm right. No, you're wrong. <laughs> if you're if you're with Fez, you haven't. I I'm guess you haven't. Case Cookus is a 26 year old quarterback from Northern Arizona, 
Brian Scott is a 26-year-old quarterback from Occidental College. These are the players playing. Where's Trey Lance from? North Dakota State. North Dakota State. You want Trey Lance? No, but what I'm saying is, it's like you're saying these names like that, like it's like someone that has a rape charge on their jacket. It's like he was a rapist. It's like Occidental. I think that's a religious school, actually. Yeah. Why are we condescending to? Plus, it? you're cherry picking two quarterbacks on on the Philadelphia. You know, you know why I'm not going to take your side, Faz? Because the quarterbacks seem weaker than the all the quarterbacks that think they have a chance in the NFL don't seem to want to go to this league. I agree with that. That is the deal breaker. Pax, gonna, Paxton gonna, Lynch, baby. I, yeah, I'm going to give these guys the victory. But, yeah, it was interesting. Mackenzie, who do you think won? I agree with Fez. I think the NFL Georgia players that mm. are NFL ready aren't NFL ready yet. They haven't been through an NFL conditioning program. These USFL players are grown men, fully developed. I would take Fez's side. I think you might be right. I like that voice you just did there. Who's that? That's you. Oh, now. cool. I'm going to tell you something. All right. So you have to drop down a it's little like bit. like Mr. T. And like almost be all, like, like all right, let me try. lose your breath a little bit. <laughs> yeah, so now, 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 no. yeah, it's like it's like, uh, like like that. Like, okay. Yeah. I, why you I, think, I, I think you might be right. Something like that. Yeah, but it's more That's him when he's not sure. But when he gets aggressive, that's when he's least sure. But when he gets aggressive, it's different. Yeah. I hear it. Yeah. He's got it. Do you have it? And I'm not saying that because we didn't check this. Do you have any uh, violent crimes on your record? Nah. And no. No, even even accusations. Not even a little. I uh, wish. I wish I'd been into a fight. With who? Your girl. How much could you really know about yourself? Right. Yeah. When I came I here, McKenzie said he'd like it if we could get into a fight one time. Me and him. You know what's funny? He's a cliche into something. Like, you know that goofball that like I was gonna you you well, Fez, you didn't know this. You might have there's well, AJ, you certainly would. There's certain people that are so uncoordinated on a basketball court, you can't play them and not get hurt. Because they, they are gonna they're gonna tangle you up your ankles. I mean, you see ten players that know what they're doing, people you know, NBA is different, but on a you know, outside, you get the McKenzie's on the court. They're trying to block. Like, I was the best player in my high school. Also, I'm a really good basketball player. I could have played just D2. Say you don't move. What'd you just say? I could have played D2. Easy. No problem. I got to be honest with you. I will bet you a million dollars. We got to get something going on. Because at 31, you should be physically in your prime. You could, couldn't you have eligibility in D2? Like, who's that guy? Like uh... No one's going to believe you went to <laughs> Yale. Just say that wasn't you. AJ, when you think of McKenzie, do you think of athlete? I don't, but I think he could be tough in a fight because he's he's so uncoordinated. Who knows what would happen? But I get no sense that he could even dribble a basketball. No, I, well, I, I mean, I, I know he plays basketball regularly. I got one in my car. I could do a whole Harlem Globetrotter thing for you guys if you want. But anyone that can play basketball wouldn't say that. <laughs> All I know is I've seen AJ throw the football, and man, the guy can he can spin it. I I know you love AJ's athleticism. That's for a different pod. All right, last question. You've never seen me <laughs> hit a baseball. This pod. That's for a last question. That's for the Thursday pod. These guys do. Last question. I think Mackenzie and I have not shot a basketball in five years. I should commit that I only get to shoot a half hour before the contest. I won't shoot. And I'll bet him even money if we can get enough money. Well, I, I'd like to have at least five hundred on it. You're gonna play horse? What are you gonna? We're, we're gonna play uh, Playing, what, free throws. Best of ten from the free throw line. What are you well, doing? Let's think about this. Well, horse is always the shooting game. Yeah, right? but that that then somebody might try some 
Stupid. Yeah. Crazy what if McKenzie shot. dunks? So we could yeah. go. We yeah. This is a shooting. He's not dunking. This is a <laughs> you shooting. You have to go. I'd, I'd say go ten free throws. For, ten free throws mm-hmm. and ten from the top of the key. That's fair. That's twenty that, shots. I think we should have three things: free throw shooting contest, a three point shooting contest, and a game of horse. Okay. Or a series two of two out of three. Yeah. So it's going to be two out of three wins. Like it. And it's got to be an indoor. It's got to be. An, do I shoot lefty? No, no. Can you in horse? Like you can. Oh. Yeah, that's like a secret of mine, which I'll tell you because I'm that confident. He's ambidextrous. I, I, take, I take a lot of left-handed shots in horse. Yeah. I'm think helping out. That's inside info. Think about, think about how bad you got to be that you don't shoot with your main hand. It's like you're not Larry Bird. All right. Scotty, you have your departure. Good show today. Fun. And, fun. Uh, oh, by the way, on Twitter, if you want to follow Scott, it's Scott's on air. Yes, sir. Good job. Thank you. I thought we had a good SOV today. We had a very good estimate. I thought so. I thought it was in very it was educational. Yeah. Like people you, definitely got something out of it. I gave too many is, numbers. A lot well, of numbers. Besides the numbers fact, I think if you want to be a better sports better, you got smarter today. I like it. He's a company That's man. That's what I think. He's a company man. You gotta like it. Thanks, God. Good All conversation. Right. So you're you're actually no best bet this week, but we got best bets. Um Faz, let's well, let's get our girl going here. I guess I was on mic is Scott tried to give his money back to Fez. I was a class act. Fez tried to grab it so quick he almost hurt himself. And I said, no, no, no. We bad here. <laughs> Were you going to take that? No. I saw Fez say, push him away. Did no, no. Okay, yeah. okay. Maybe in my mind. <laughs> I have not won but two best bets in the NFL. Week one, we spoke about it before. Saints minus four at Atlanta. RJ, you've always brought up home fields not worth very much amongst division rivals. I tell you what, the Saints are a team that everyone is high on. I'm high on them. Their stock is rising. Atlanta stock is falling. And some of this is just will. Will to win or try to win. They're spending the money. Exactly. I'm confident that this game is going to close six or higher. You can lay four right now. Best bet week one, Saints. I like it. I like it. And I like week one's a little more widely available. So if week two isn't for the people, it's a bonus. Why don't we do that last? Okay. All right, AJ, what do you got, bud? I have a game of the year in college football. Uh, Miami Hurricanes plus nine at Texas A&M. Ooh. And How, is this early in the year? Third week three. I like that. Week three. Miami has a quarterback, Tyler Van Dyke, who's getting more preseason Heisman buzz than any Hurricane since. I don't think you're supposed to use that phrase. Oh, is ne- oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Since Willis McGahee, Ken Dorsey era, uh, but the Hurricanes are returning 65 percent of their offense. They took the OC from Michigan, who had the best running, the best ground game in college football last year, uh, and he's going to have full control of the offense in Miami. Miami also returns 80% of their defensive production, and we're one of the best teams in the transfer portal. They've got two cupcakes to open up the season. So how much, how much are you considering the uh, – you, in the last two weeks or so, dug into the college. How much is the transfer portal – a factor versus other factors. What percentage of the overall is it? The transfer, the transfer portal to me is more important than recruiting. 
Like it, because they're coming in older. Because I know who these guys are. Yeah. I've seen these guys play. Like uh, some high school recruit, I've never seen him play. But how much are like the returning starters and all that in the equation? I mean, it feels like the portal might be thirty percent of it. Uh, yeah, that's probably a good number. Uh, they, they've got two cupcakes to start the season, Bethune-Cookman and Southern Miss, and then they play A&M Week 3 and then have Middle Tennessee on deck. A&M also has two cupcakes, Sam Houston, App State, not really a cupcake. So what's the point you're making here it, about about the, about the beginning of the season? The game after this for A&M is Arkansas, which mm-hmm. is a, a historical rival for them and a team that beat them last season. So obviously a big game, a game that's going to be circled for, for the Aggies. The Aggies also undecided at quarterback. Zach Calzada transferred out, so you've got a battle between a guy who was injured all last year in Haynes King and an unproven transfer from LSU and Max Johnson. And Aiden, so, if either the, do either of these team uh, quarterbacks have a history? No. Okay, so they're going to be an inexperienced quarterback yes. regardless. Okay. And their DC Mike Elko is now the head coach at Duke. Jimbo Fisher said that DJ Durkin, the new defensive coordinator, is going to stick with the same four-two-five scheme, even though he's never coached it before. Mm. Which so I don't, continuity is so important to them that they're not going to have a good X's and O's guy. Well, they they at least are having a coach who's learning the defense that he's supposed to be coaching so as he coaches it. So he's not going to be a good X's and O's guy. Agreed. So I think this line shouldn't be anything higher than seven. So I think get it. And, and if it were seven, I'd still lean to Miami. So at, at plus nine, I, I like Miami here. Bless you, bud. All right. So um, I, I now Cristobal. That's how you say his name, right? Mario Cristobal. Yep. Now, he's also a, a super recruiter. Yes. So it feels like, though, the A&M, you're hearing best recruiting class in the history of college football. It feels like they're getting a lot of love for that, and maybe it will. It almost certainly will matter long term, but it doesn't matter as much here is kind of the point. Well, A&M has been getting – they've been a top five or ten recruiting team for the last yeah, five or the, ten years. But the last year or two has been different. Yeah, so the A&M, another great – recruiting class a, a historically good recruiting class but AM has had great recruiting classes in the past and underperformed with it the market clearly reacting to AM's great recruiting class once again i don't buy it i'm not going to yeah, believe it until say i see once it once again do you feel like AM's been like super highly regarded like five years ago yes yeah i mean they've had rankings that were just no i know they've had you mean in the preseason right yes Maybe they lose so fast. I, I haven't got a sense of AM rolling <laughs> exactly, ever. Exactly. Right. For a long time. I, I think it, uh, who was that guy? He had, he had initials for his name, was the coach. RC Slocum? Yeah. I, <laughs> I can still see a Sports Illustrated cover he was on. You're going old school. Yeah. All right. You, what do you think? I think it makes sense. I'm a little worried Chris Ball is a little too much sizzle and not enough steak. I, I think Mario Cristobal took away some of the sizzle. Like he said, the turnover, the turnover chain's gone from Miami. Yeah, but when you make a big deal about taking something away, it means you're getting a lot of attention. Fair enough. Yeah, we'll see. But he, he, he said, no turnover chains. We're here to play football, period. He's a master recruiter from what I hear. So I, I love that Arkansas and deck part of the handicap. That yeah. this, this is Miami's biggest game in September. There's no question. So real quick, AJ, just so we know, who does Miami play the week before? Uh, Miami plays Southern Miss the week before. Okay. And who does? A&M play? Yeah. Appalachian State. Okay. So who edge who there? Appalachian State's a much tougher game than Southern Miss. But is it tough enough to move the needle? Probably not. So it's pretty much the same coming in. All right. Any closing thoughts? (laughs) (laughs) None. All right. You got anything, McKenzie? I like it. No, you got anything on a game? No, I got no best bet. Yeah, you don't love the mic. 
So why would you have a fast bat? All right, we got a golf extravaganza here. You might say, hey, that's enough best bats. I don't think so. And I got to give AJ some credit here. He's got some golf best bats from his boys on the podcast. But first, because he always goes first in my heart, Diamond Dave Esler. Some call him Uncle Dave. He's venturing into golf. That's... I didn't lose with golf with him. I lost with the NBA. I'm not doing any more NBA division bets with Diamond Day, but everything else I'm in, let's listen. PGA tournament this week, Southern Hills, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Two guys I bet on to win the tournament, Jordan Spieth, 18-1. In the last decade or so, the winner of this tournament played well. In his previous start, that's not normally the case, and that's Jordan Spieth. The winner has been ranked no worse than 20th more often than not, save Jimmy Walker. That's Spieth. He was 25 under last week and actually was minus a shot and a half shots gained putting. I don't know how he does it any worse, but if you can shoot 25 under and be terrible on the green, you can win the U.S. Open. Also, Xander Shoffley at 28 to 1. Same story here. He quietly finished fifth last week. He had 89% of the greens, 78% of the fairways, gained 2.73 strokes putting. PJ Open courses test every part of a golfer's game. And if this tournament were shortly after he won gold in the Olympics, we'd never get Xander at 28 to 1. Not only can he win, it's mispriced. So those are two guys I bet, and I feel confident that one of them is going to win the PGA championship. Okay. Diamond Dave with Speeth. No, you know, it's funny. I can take an 18 to 1. I don't want to get to 6 to 1 or 8 to 1. You know, I mean, there's those short uh, favorites in golf I just am not comfortable with in the majors. Now, I'm going to, I should know this. Shoffley? Yes. Xander Fooder? Is that how you say his first name? Xander. Oh. <laughs> Scrabble delight. <laughs> 25 to 1. Okay. Huh. I don't know anything about it. Any thoughts? None from me. I would say it feels a little chalky to me. A little chalky. Let's see what Will Doctor is that his real name? Will Doctor, that's his name. Shut up. His dad, he's his dad passed, but his dad was a doctor, so he was Doctor Doctor. <laughs> Have you heard the news? <laughs> Give me the news, yeah. <laughs> so I hit a note there. I don't even know what note it was. This supposedly named Will Doctor has a bat. Oh wow, this is even chalkier. Let's listen. I'm going with Jordan Spieth. Top 10 plus 180 on FanDuel. I saved the best, most anticipated pick for the 2022 PGA. Uh, for last year, I have not taken Jordan and they picked a place in quite a long time. Uh, he has proven me wrong with everything that he's working on the swing. Um, you know, I still can't stand the, the pre shot, uh, but you can't ignore how much he, he is trending coming into this event. The iron play is dialed, and I don't trust anyone more around these greens than Jordan Spieth. So my best bet for this week is going to be Jordan Spieth, top 10 plus 180 on FanDuel. I'm actually feeling good about this because if you got the, the, the specialist in golf backing up Astler, now we got the batter, we got the golf specialist. Again, chalky, but... Blue Horseshoe loves Jordan Spieth. There we go. Now... Have we found out if this guy's really related to Lead Belly? It, it, no, not Lead Belly. How not? Lead Belly. I don't think Lead Belly was the guy's real name. Yeah, exactly. It was. It was exactly his name, Leadbatter. Oh, I well, 
it's like you're talking to your grandmother and like like you're telling her about the some rock band and she's going yeah yeah and then it's like Pink Floyd he's cool. What was that song? My Doc. guess my guess is because Lead Belly is an African American man and and James Ledbetter is certainly not. Have you ever seen Mackenzie Rivers and Kyle Shanahan? I, you know what? You're right. RJ, what's the song? Doctor, doctor. I don't know. Can't you see I'm burning, burning? It's an 80s song. Good. I, I know I had nothing to do with that song. It's a top <laughs> 20. the same one as he saying? Well, hey, we, we, let's get through here. Um, uh, if he, Yeah, I'm guessing you're probably right. But, boy, I wish he was from Texas, too. I wish he was. He's, this, James is actually from Florida. His dad is, is uh, David Ledbetter, who's the famous golf coach. Fascinating. Okay. His dad's a famous golf coach. One of these guys went on one of the tours, right? Yeah, James was on a uh, one of the secondary tours. You don't even know the name of it? I don't. You don't care about other people, man. I don't. You, like, you'd consider him a friend, wouldn't you? Yeah. And he's, his professional career has been, like, you talk about your one MMA fight like it's, like it's gold. And this guy's on the profession. You talk about my one MMA fight a lot more than I do, trust me. And you like it. Your eyes sparkle no. every time. I don't even know what Corn Ferry is. It's the Corn Ferry Tour. It's a guy that is, he, he's a pitcher, and then there's the, fa- oh, what? I don't know. <laughs> Corn Ferry is actually like a search firm that like, they go out and hire people. Like the Texans hired Corn Ferry to find their next head coach, and then they ignored him. Yeah, Nike was a better sponsor. Yeah. You know, I got to get a new drop that just buzzes people off. Because I've been, there's, things have loosened up too much. Some guy named Ledbetter. And that's not B-E-T-T-O-R, but let's listen. For my best bet, I'm going to be taking Cameron Smith over Matthew Fitzpatrick, minus 110 on DraftKings. I've hit three best bets in a row. Let's keep it rolling. Statistically, Cameron Smith is a couple yards longer off the tee. He is significantly better on his approach shots. He's a much better putter. What am I missing? Fitz is coming off a T2 at the Wells Fargo where he gained a fraudulent seven strokes on the greens. The only reason these guys are priced similarly similarly is because Cam Smith is coming off an MC and Fitz is coming off a career show at the Wells Fargo. The talking heads think Matthew Fitzpatrick becomes Jack Nichols in the wind. Um, Yes, he has played well in difficult conditions. Some of them want to make him the favorite in majors if the wind's over 12 miles an hour. Uh, I do not. Matthew Fitzpatrick is chipping cross-handed. That's fine on simple bump and runs, but good luck chipping cross-handed up and over slopes, bumping into the banks, all the difficult shots you're going to need around the greens this week at Southern Hills. Uh, With that kind of cross-handed move, I don't think that's going to fare well at all, whether it's statistics or, uh, you know, among other things. The fact that these guys are priced the same makes no sense to me. Uh, Cameron Smith has played much better in these bigger events. So for that reason, I'm hammering this matchup, and you should too. Cameron Smith over Matthew Fitzpatrick, minus 110 on DraftKings for my best bet. Now, I like this because when you bet matchups, one, your your your, your straddle is less, you know, unlike that one straddle earlier, Fest. Mm-hmm. And also you get to have opinions on two teams. It's like how great or two players, how great would it be to be able to go under this team and over that team, and then what you would do is it'd be like minus one and a half games. Yes. Right? You so can, you back a team you like and you fade a team yeah. you dislike, and you put them together, and now you got the best of both worlds. All right, I'm going to pick the team to, to fade. All right, you pick the team to back, and we would see what it would do. Um, 
I'm going to fade the Bears. I'm going to back the Saints. Okay. So what's the win total? Bears are six and a half. Uh-huh. Saints are eight. Okay. So minus two and a half Saints. One and a half. Oh, what, you said six and a half? And, and eight. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sundowning too. Okay, one and a half, and thus there you go. Now there might be some vig because of the the little uh, you know the subtleties of the line, but how cool would that be? Exactly. Why don't anyone do that? MGM puts some up. They shouldn't be putting anything up. It should be you got your you got your core numbers. Go. Right, because it would yeah. just be. They mad. usually pick like eight regional. Like they'll put the Jets against the Giants, things like that. Why? I'm, I keep asking why don't they do it the the way lazy. I'm talking? They're lazy. But in a weird way, with, with the numbers, I mean, it wouldn't take any extra work. No, no, it wouldn't. It's just fifth grade, sorry, second grade math. This was a good pod? A little long. Good. Fez, you got to do it on the way out. Hey, hey, hey! Let's be careful out there. I think our listenership just in the last minute or last second went down. See you next week. <laughs>